everyone, and welcome to Film Geek Time Machine. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. He's the other host. I'm the other host. By the way, I'm a criminal. Yay. You're about to find out about oh, a horrible crime I committed. Oh, no. So in this podcast, I have a time machine. And what does a film geek do with a time machine? Well, go back in time to watch random movies. So what me and Tim do, we pick random dates um, from random number generator or whatever, and then um, we look at the newspaper, thanks to newspapers.com, and we look at what we could see that day. We actually have a movie marathon, and we'll go see movies from, like, whatever, noon to, like, 10 or 11 at night. Yeah. Depending if there's a drive-in, which there was a drive-in this time, so we didn't yep. get to go to the drive-in. Um, like half the year we got drive-ins. April 30th, 1987 was this year. That's that's that where not, we're going. That's I where think we went the drive-ins went open like a week earlier. Okay? <laughs> they were not well, there was only long. two. There was only two yeah, drive-ins but, yeah. open this time. And there was definitely more than two drive-ins yeah, in Minneapolis. A, late April. And again, we're from Minneapolis, so we're looking at the Minneapolis Star Tribune newspaper. So we're going back in time to that time period. So, But before we tell you what we chose, what movies we're going to go see, we've got six movies from 1987 that we're going to talk about. However, um, let's talk about the time period. So the fa- the popular music, number one song was I Knew You Were Waiting For Me by George Michael and Aretha Franklin. And when we both didn't know what it was. I didn't know the name of the song. No, but as soon as we listened to it, we're like, we're oh, like, yeah, oh, I, know I know that, that song. song. I yeah. just didn't know what the fucking name was. Right. I knew that they had done a duet. Yeah. I just couldn't place it in my head until I listened to it. Um, Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House, yep. which I love that song. Sign mm-hmm. of the Times by Prince. Oh, yeah. Um, looking we, f- we, we, like, know the rest of these songs. Looking for a new love, Jody Wiley. I Just Died in Your Arms, Cutting Crew, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now. What is it? Isla Bonita. That's the last night I dreamt of San Pedro, the, the Spanish oh. lullaby. That's Madonna. That, yes. The Finer Things, Steve Winwood. Midnight Blue. Midnight Blue. Yeah, all yeah, the rest Lou Graham, of these with are, or without I mean, you, you too. This is eighty-seven. Yeah. It's this awesome. Is, this is when music was made for me. Okay, now, I was a teenager. Now I was looking through some of this Lady in Red. Yes, Lady in Red down here because this is the whole top one hundred of this going week. On? Cindy Lauper, which one? Oh yeah, I know. That. So that's actually well, that's a remake of a Marvin Gaye song. What's going yeah, on? I, yeah, she does a cover of that. Yeah, I a, didn't know that. Either. That's I don't remember that at all. No, that's a singing it's, song. It's pretty good. That requires like singing, and Cindy Lauper is more for. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Talk dirty to me, poison. Of course. Oh yes. But um, there's some down the line. Like I looked at the whole top 100. Two songs from the over the top soundtrack are on from here. Over, oh god, from you over the top. Fucking Stallone. I love it. Winner, <laughs> winner takes it all by Sammy Hagar, oh, and yeah. then um, the Kenny Loggins. I forgot what the name of that song was, but oh, you can call me Al, Paul. Paul Simon. Oh, yeah. Oh god, you're right. Oh, so is Meet Me Halfway on any soundtrack? Because Kenny Loggins is only allowed soundtrack music. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's 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 the over the top. There we go. Oh, okay. Soundtrack <laughs> that's my music. over the top. Soundtrack music. Cat, Caddyshack. Um, yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, Caddyshack. Footloose. Top and Gun. All three of them. The fame. Yeah, great music. Also on the TV series. Look, I actually pulled up, like, this is the primetime schedule in 1987. So you want to look at the spring. Kate, Kate and Allie, I used to love that. Yeah. My sister Sam, that's sad. So it began because April 5th, got... so it just brand new. 21 Jump Street, Married with Children, oh, and the is, Tracy Ullman Show just this started Fox this year. Fox just started. Fox just started, yeah. Boy, Spies was... in 87, boy, yeah. I would have thought. Oh, I guess. Moonlighting's still on. Um, Who's the Boss? Yeah. Growing Pains. Max watched... Headroom. We watched a movie that Moonlighting made during Moonlighting. Spencer for Hire. Night Heat Hill Street Blues is still on. Give me a break. Night Court still on. My Sister Sam was up there. Which oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Which is... She is got that the murdered. robot? Or no? no, My Sister Sam is, is the Pam Dauber. Oh! And, and, that, and, that, and that one girl yeah. who then got murdered. 
right after. The, I mean, it wasn't this year. The show was off. The, oh, I MacGyver. Think, I think that Meister Sam had been canceled, but she got killed like in '89. So, you know, um, Cagney and Lacey was still was still running strong. Uh, Webster. Okay, I know what Webster is. I know Mr. Belvedere. Oh, Sledgehammer? Yeah. Oh. Crime Dude, story. Sledgehammer was fucking amazing. Oh, they, made a, they did a series of Starman. Oh, my God. It starred... I um, forgot about that. God, what's his name? It starred um the guy... The, mo- the, like, the most generic no. white guy in the world. Oh, no, it was the guy from Airplane. <laughs> yeah, the most Robert generic Hayes, white Robert guy Hayes. in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Ellen Bernstein show? I didn't even know about that. We're down and Boy, out in Beverly Hills. We haven't really looked at the TV shows before. Yeah, the facts There's of life. weird shit. But 227. I saw a lot of this 227. shit. 227. <laughs> Amen. With uh, that Sherman Hemsley from Jefferson's in there. Amen. Oh, that was there. his other, Golden Girls his, still his on. other attempt at a show that didn't. Hunter. I think it was. I think Amen lasted like two seasons. Or yeah, well, yeah, it didn't last too long. Yeah. Anyway, so that's a fun time to go back to, actually. Yeah, yeah. too bad we didn't watch any fucking TV. <laughs> So this is on um, the newspaper. This is check out the what we had to see. These are our choices. I will let you know out of all the weeks, this was a really hard week. We were having a hard time picking movies. Yes. Because well, there was like 10 movies that we wanted well, to so talk we had about. To, we had to specifically avoid certain movies that we knew we were like, oh, I've seen that 12 times. We don't right. need to watch that. No, 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 no. Yeah. So some of the, a lot of the famous movies like Lethal Weapon is there, of course. Yes. Um, yeah. Raising Arizona, which I would gladly talk about yes. again. Um, and Crocodile Dundee was yeah. on there and all that stuff. And I'm like, sure, I've seen all these things. Evil Dead 2, which I've seen a lot, oh, yeah, quite a I've, few I've times. Seen that. I've even seen that kind of um, recently. Color of Money, Peggy Sue Got Married. But yeah, so let's see some of the other ones that... Um, Sid and Nancy, I, I almost... I really did want to see that because I've never Sid seen... Nancy. Oh, yeah, but I kind of vetoed it because it would make me irritated. Pissed off, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Gary, but I heard Gary Oldman's really good. You're supposed to like it. Sid. Yeah. And I'm like, no, he's a piece of shit. Please murders his girlfriend we, in the fucking movie. Um, <laughs> Angel Heart, we didn't see which that would have been Extreme Prejudice. I almost we almost picked because it's a Walter Hill action movie, and I it's I I really liked it, and Extreme. you haven't seen it. I, um, I would have not complained. Yeah, but we had to. The way we secret of my success. We definitely both Fox. picked three movies. In yes, this one. I think so. I picked three. You picked three. We just yep. then had to look at the times <laughs> and weasel how they happened. Right, right, right. Golden Child was, was still out. That one I know Na- I've seen. Nightmare but... on Elm Street three. Three is that Dream Warriors? Yeah, that's the good one. That's like that's one. like the only good sequel. Well, one, we did something interesting too. So and we'll go into it when I when we pick the movies. Um, Aristocats of Police. I think I said Police Academy four already. American Tale was out there. Let's see if there's... Tin Men we almost picked, which was a... Uh, I almost picked that one. It's Danny DeVito, Richard Dreyfuss. I've seen Tin Men. Oh, you have seen I have. Tin Men. I've never I will, seen it. I, oh, really? Oh, Maybe Little Shop of Horrors, which is like your favorite no, movie. No, we're not seeing that shitty version with the shitty garbage oh, ending. right, 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 right. No, I only so watched the good version. The and I'll happily cut. watch it right now, okay? <laughs> but I'm not watching that fucking stupid ending. <laughs> the baby. Right, 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 right. I don't like it when everybody in the world dies. <laughs> Um, so what we did pick was our first movie is Wild Thing. Oh, we almost okay. picked Rumpelstiltskin. Okay. Yeah. We almost picked Rumpelstiltskin, and then you changed your mind. Here's how we do this. Yeah. We record it. We, like, right now we're going to record this episode. Yeah. After the episode is done, yeah. we're then going to pick the movies. Yes, for the next episode. But then we don't see them yet. Yeah. We go on a later time. Yeah. Here's what happened. You picked Rumpelstiltskin. After I left, you then said, I'm going to change it to Wild Thing. And I'm like, okay. Austin, here's my confession. Yeah. While you were while you were gone one day, I I stole the time machine no! and I went to go fucking see Rebel Stillskin. Okay. So, so so right now you're getting my fucking review okay. of Rebel Stillskin. Okay. Rebel Stillskin. Okay. Nice. Here's, nice. here's what Rebel Stillskin is. Rebel Stillskin. When did you steal it? 
You were just sleeping one God night. Damn it's it. fucking fine. Oh, you're not. You're not here all the time. Put a lock on my thing. No, your door's never locked. Where you? <laughs> it's just never. It is never the locked. Most forgiving person yeah, you, in the world. Okay. okay. So Rumpelstiltskin is part of a series that Canon Films yes. made yeah. of children's like fables turned into musicals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So here's the surprise <laughs> thing about Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. It's not nearly as shitty as you expected. Oh, okay. 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 Billy Barty is Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. And he's he's pretty good in it. He's Billy fun. Barty's awesome. He, he goes he goes all in. I have no idea who the chick is. Okay, I don't know her fucking name is. I'll never Amy know. Amy Irving? Huh? Amy Irving. Is that her name? Okay. That's from she's from Carrie and was married she's to Steven fucking Spielberg. Terrible. She is she is <laughs> Steven Spielberg's kids. Here's the thing. Oh, is she? Yes, she was married to Steven Spielberg. She's not anymore. No, but because she was. Because he, it's Kate Capshaw now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been married for a long time. Actually. Yeah, she can't sing. But then again, there's only one good song in the whole thing. The king, <laughs> the king sings a song about greed. That is legitimately one of my favorite things I've ever fucking seen in a musical. <laughs> he is so fucking hilariously over the top greedy. And because the Rumpelstiltskin story has Rumpelstiltskin, uh, well. This girl says she can tur- <laughs> she can spin straw into yeah. gold, right? Yeah. Then the king takes her and puts her in a thing and says, "Spin straw, spin straw, spin the straw into gold by the end of the by tomorrow, or I'll <laughs> chop your bra- head off." Right? <laughs> and she sits there crying, but Rumpelstiltskin shows up, does it for her. I don't know the full original story, but in this, right, she right, does right. it three times. On the third time, each time it happens, she has to give him a thing. The first two times it makes no sense. She gives him gold jewelry. And I'm like, uh, you can make infinite gold, moron, okay? You make no sense. But uh, It's a full-blown musical, too. So it's a full-blown musical. There's a song that goes through and it like, keeps coming back. Just, oh, literally just the words, straw into gold, sung, sort of. It's terrible. Right. <laughs> okay? The song is surprising. The movie is surprisingly entertaining because it's the right kind of shitty. Right, okay? right, 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 right. It's the right kind of shitty. I like the right kind of shitty. The right kind of shitty yeah. makes it very enjoyable. But, but, but legitimately, that song the king sings about greed yeah, awesome. is awesome. Because... Okay. Because the first time he does it, she has to give him some gold jewelry that she happens to have. And then she has like a necklace the second time. The third time, some there's something where the the queen or somebody says that you have to... If she can... There's, there's literally a law in the kingdom that if she can do a thing three times, you can never ask her to do it again. Okay? It's the most bullshit musical nonsense you've ever heard of. Right? So she does it a third time. Rumpelstiltskin shows up. He says, you have to give me your firstborn. And she's going to marry the prince. Yeah. Because she's, like, hot. Yeah. And the prince is handsome. And so that's how fairy tales work. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, blah, blah, blah. After he shows up a few years yeah. later saying, give me the kid, she talks him into, if you can guess his name, that's Rumpelstiltskin. I know I'm giving a huge thing, but some people aren't going to know fucking Rumpelstiltskin, I guess. Okay? <laughs> um but in the original story, somehow, and I remember this, she makes, like, some of the king's men go find out what his name is. And she okay. and, and in the original story, the king's men find Rumpelstiltskin, and they overhear him jumping around and singing and dancing about his name. That's the only singing that happens in the original story. That does not happen in this fucking movie. <laughs> there's no song like that. Instead, there's a little girl that somehow is, that is mute. Okay, and Rumpelstiltskin, yeah. just to, like, fuck with her or something, tells her his name because she knows she can never say the name. She oh. eventually makes herself say the name because she's just, I don't know. They don't explain why she's mute, but that's it, okay? <laughs> but the movie is the right kind of shitty. Okay. That's basically my entire review. The right kind of shitty, 
Two and a half stars. Two and a, okay, that sounds about right. <laughs> two and a half stars. Wow. Now, there we go. I wish I'm I would sorry. I stole the I time know, machine. I've actually shut down. Uh, I let the audience know. I, this was, I did not know he did no, this. No, So no. I was, he just revealed that's it just all now. The, that's the criminal thing that's I referenced so, earlier, okay? All right. I, I'll allow it. <laughs> good. Well, good, because I I hopefully don't have to do it again. But don't change your fucking mind about a movie I kind of want to see. Okay? Yeah. Well, change it to a movie it was, that I've literally never heard of. It was really hard. <laughs> so there is so there is two movies. There was Rumpelstiltskin and then Wild Thing. And I watched the trailer before, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to watch it. So then when... Um, we well, suppose we should mention the other movies. Well, I kind of... Well, I will, I will in a yeah, second. Okay. But when you left, um, when you left, I, my nephew was still here. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to show you the trailer for... For, uh, for the wild, wild thing. thing, and we watched it, and he's like, "You gotta, you gotta do that," because the, the trailer. I had never heard of this. Movie. The trailer is fucking crazy. Anyways, okay, so th- the first movie we're gonna review with uh, that we actually went back in time to, not the stolen movie. Stolen <laughs> movie? No, no, no you I went, would never you stole steal my the time, movie, time machine, not from the internet or anything. <laughs> All right, so Rumpelstiltskin. No, I do want to watch it, and then maybe if I watch it in a future, it's, it's episode, on YouTube. No, it's if I watch YouTube. it for a future episode, I'll, I'll watch it and then. Chime in, chime in my two cents yeah, next yeah. time. I'm not watching that movie again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I give it two and a half stars. I, I might watch it again with somebody. So, okay. So, Wild Thing is was the first movie, which was at Roseville. Yep, at 1 o'clock. Yep. And then we go to Pavilion Place, which is in, also in Rosedale. Mm-hmm. And we see four movies at this theater. So, yeah. and then the so, yeah. So, well, the first was... one, well, I'll explain how it happened there. So, the first one we saw was... Our, oh, that's um, right. We weaseled the drive-in. Yeah, we did. about that. So, Wild Thing, um, Outrageous Fortune is our second movie we're doing, which is Shelley Long and Bette Midler. Bette Midler yep. Big a buddy movie action comedy. Then we have um, Starship, which was a movie I didn't really hear of. I had to kind of look it up, and it's under another title. Um, it was released in, like, Australia, I think, Lorca and the Outlaws. Starship yeah. is the movie. So we saw, And it was directed by Roger Christian, who did Battlefield Earth. So <laughs> he went on to direct Battlefield Earth. It fully explains a lot of things about <laughs> that movie. <laughs> um, then we went to see um, uh, Blake Edwards, who did Operation Petticoat that we reviewed earlier. Yep. Um, Blind Date with uh, Bruce Willis in his first starring role. Um, theatrically, because he was on, he, was, he was on Moonlight. It was also just like with Die Hard the next year. He was doing this while he was doing, doing Moonlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then we watched Burglar, and this is the one you kind of picked because you really wanted to see a Whoopi Goldberg movie. Yes. You're like, and this was the only time that out of all the theaters, it was only shown at 9.15. Yeah, it's weird. This must have been right at the end of its run. But we wanted to go to the drive-in, but in order to do that, we'd have to get there at 9 o'clock to see the drive-in. So what we did was, we were like, well, you know what? We looked at the drive-in, and one of them had Platoon and Something Wild. Well, we both seen Platoon, and I've seen it many times. I'm like, eh, we can skip Platoon. Let's go see Burglar, and then we'll just see the second movie. So we drove really fast and then saw the end of Platoon when a lot of shit blew up. And then we saw Something Wild. We saw so. Something Wild, yes. Okay. <laughs> Which was a Jonathan Demme movie starring Melanie, Melanie Griffith and Jeff Daniels. Yes. And Jonathan Demme also directed Crazy Mama. Which we yes. also saw at the drive-in. We did. So we saw. Yeah, uh, we're only going to see a stuff in drive-in. Okay? <laughs> yes, so. that's the rule. So the next time, Silence of the Lambs this is the, at the drive-in. This is yeah. the only movie from '86 that we saw because yes, it this was is a, a holdover. drive-in thing where they show last year's movie. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and yeah, Platoon is also '86 as well. Oh so. yeah. All right. So the first movie that we saw together was Wild Thing. So uh, you haven't yes. seen the trailer. I I got to show you the trailer because you're going to be like, oh. Uh, I sure. The trailer. Maybe I'll watch it sometime. The trailer's pretty awesome. I don't need to. I've seen this movie <laughs> twice. What? You had to watch this it again. This is my favorite fucking movie of the episode. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, Wild Thing is it's 
It's this is a bonkers movie. Oh, don't worry. It's, it's, this movie's fucking terrible. <laughs> so Wild Thing, it stars Robert. Oh yeah, let's get to our thingies here that we always do. Yeah, Robert Nepper and Kathleen Quinlan. Kathleen Quinlan was, is an Academy Award nominee. She was nominated um, in 1995 for playing Tom Hanks's wife in Apollo 13. She was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Okay, so, that, I do remember her now and there. Okay, that, I mean that was very much supporting. But she, I mean, her role in that is pretty important because in Wild Thing, because yeah. no, in no, oh. in Apollo 3. Oh no, it was yes, it's important role, yeah, in yeah. this too. Sure. <laughs> so Robert Nepper, and he's a character actor that I've seen like in movies and stuff. But yeah, he was a young guy in this one. So Wild Thing is about to take. It starts off actually in the six, in the like 1969. A bunch of hippies have their kid, and long story short, they get murdered and by a um some. Bad guy named Chopper, played by Robert Davi, who was yeah, by one of the Agent Johnsons from Die Hard. Yes, and then <laughs> the Goonies, one of the one of the yes, Fratellis. Well, yep, yep, and yep, uh, yep. and the bad guy in License to Kill. James, he's a Bond yeah, he's, villain. He's just never, he's never, he's never likable. Okay, <laughs> and so, but he, but then also there's a cop that kind of is in on it or whatever. I don't think he's reluctantly in on it. Played by Maury, the late Maury Chaykin. Or I don't know how you pronounce his last name, but he's the guy that shot himself in Dances with Wolves at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> dies in this, too. Yeah. Well, when he put a, the gun... I like, think he was going to kill himself? Yeah. Well, when he put a gun to his head, I'm like, hey, wait a minute. You do that three years later in Dances with Wolves. Hold on. Uh, uh, um, But the kid... So you had never seen this. No, 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 no. Okay. So the kid ends up going out... I haven't seen any of these movies. Oh, really? No. Oh, weird. So I the kid, so, you would have seen one of them. No. So the, the kid... The Demi one, if anything. Which one? The Demi one. Demi the Jonathan Demi. Oh no, I, I never seen it. No, so more. No, that's what I went to. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of gets lost, so he runs away and he's running around New York by himself or whatever. And yes, this is Tarzan. Yeah, this movie yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Tarzan. So he gets raised by the homeless people. All these homeless people, well, specifically, mostly one. This lady played a Betty Buckley. Crazy yeah. homeless lady. Yeah, yeah. So he gets. You know, like, oh, the system and, oh, and everything. The company. The company. The so, company. So the white coats and the blue doctors. Coats. The blue coats are the cops. Police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to 1987, and now he's a grown man, and he's kind of a legend around the parks. Like, oh, the wild thing will the get wild you. wild thing. So he's we, kind of by like. By the way, he's, he, that's the only name he ever has. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. We do never, we never find oh, no. out what his name was. No, and he kind of, and but he's kind of like a vigilante where he go, you know, goes around. So oh, it's weird. Okay. He's like what, a legend. A, goes to quote-unquote the present so i'm going to talk about that for yeah, a second yeah, yeah, when yeah, that yeah. happens in movies where it says it has specific dates like 60 yeah 69 77, 74 yeah and then the present. the present and i'm like oh 20 2023 no just put the fucking date of the movie in there you morons 80, well the, it was the present, present. i know but that's not what that should, should just fucking put 87 in Okay, so like when a movie comes out today, it should say present 2023. No, it shouldn't even say the word present. It should just say 2023 <laughs> if it takes, no, if there's a time jump. I see. If it has other dates is all I'm saying. Uh, so you don't like oh, it when, blah, when blah. You... and then suddenly it says okay. the present. And I'm like, so you don't so like it when a movie says present. Y- yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> when it should, when it, when it has other dates. Yeah. Basically, that's, this is the thing I have to. That's me. I have to complain about things. You do. This is a podcast about me complaining about things. That's literally the only thing I'm complaining about in this movie. Oh. Because this movie is the most perfect piece of shit movie in the <laughs> fucking world. Yo. So, well, anyways, Robert Dalby's chopper is still around there, and he's kind of, like, owns, like, this whole, like, crappy yeah. neighborhood oh, or whatever. he's not, like, moved up in the world. Yeah, he, like, yeah, yeah. runs the whole yeah, system. the whole system, and... But then Kathleen Quinlan plays Jane. Who, Jane. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, that's her fucking name. Yeah. Do they call her Jane? 
I don't know, but her I, name's Jane on the Wikipedia it, page. Well, <laughs> in, the credit, in the credits, her name yeah, is yeah, Jane. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then I'm like, I don't, know, remember, I don't remember her saying Jane. We saw this together. Yeah. Travel through time. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have to show this to my fucking friends when he came back. <laughs> so, I, so I watched it with my friend Gracie. Okay, 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 cool. And the problem with that version of watching a movie, though, is yeah. you just fucking talk the whole time. So I'm like, I don't know if they ever called her Jane. It's too, much, <laughs> it's too enjoyable to sit there and shit in this fucking right. piece of shit, awesome fucking shit movie. <laughs> So it's so entertaining. Yeah, yeah. So so they so it, it it's pretty much just a series of him like there's hero stuff like he saves people from fires, he does all this stuff, and then people are chanting wild thing, wild thing. Well, when Jane comes to town, oh yeah, Jane comes to town. She immediately she's she she's coming to the city. They never tell you what city it is, right? Okay. Well, and she's also there because she's she's working at some like uh yeah. she's doing like social yeah. work. She's or going whatever. to be a social yeah, yeah, worker, yeah, yeah, yeah. a new. A new one in this the shelter, what it was yep. called, right? Yep. Something like that. Um, she's immediately assaulted and almost raped and murdered. Oh yeah, literally ten minutes later. Right, and, but and Wild Thing saves her. Absolutely, yeah. And Wild Thing has this awesome cat, which is Wild oh, Thing's yeah. cheetah. Yeah, Tarzan has cheetah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, never yeah. seems to name the cat. No, okay? no. The cat is there like all the time. Right. That cat is awesome, even though cat does nothing ever. Right. Okay, right. the cat serves no function except for to be a cute cat. Okay. Well, long story short, it ends in a kind of a climax between Wild Thing and Robert Davi's chopper. Yes. And, because he kidnaps Kathleen Quinlan Jane. To, yes. And, and I think it's mostly to get at Wild Thing. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's trying to go on. Yeah. Um. So uh, the way the movie starts when it's just, it has the, you know, the Atlantic pictures and all of a sudden it just goes wild thing and it goes boom and it's just bam the title it's, hits oh, this is gonna be epic and, like, and then <laughs> and then it starts off with the darkest shit in the world oh yeah hippies the, like, show up get murdered by crazies yeah, yeah. and I'm like and blown their heads are blown oh, yeah. away yeah. bang bang this is 1987 like, oh, PG-13 yeah. so yeah, yeah oh so yes and while they're murdered okay mm. He's like hiding. Yeah. Because he, well, he's like asleep, but he yeah. wakes up and he's oh, hiding. Oh, he sees it. Yeah. They see, he gets up and runs. Full toddler. Yeah. Full toddler run, and they don't catch him. <laughs> I'm like, that toddler <laughs> is barely moving. Okay. And then the toddler is standing over like a waterfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes full fugitive where he jumps in. Oh, and yeah. And that, and, and it That cut, was pretty awesome, actually. Well, it cuts to a fully grown guy in like a <laughs> fucking toddler outfit. Okay. Fully well, grown dude awesome. jumps in. Yeah. But it's, yes. He jumps. They assume the kid's dead because they're fucking, I guess. I mean, yes. If I saw a toddler jump in there, I would kind of assume he's dead. Okay? <laughs> but if that toddler had the ability to transform into a fully grown, muscular stuntman, he's fine. Okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, Robert Nepper, is, his performance is hilariously awesomely oh, bad. He... Like for for the first like half, well, he of doesn't the movie, talk. You don't think he can speak, and then he starts. And then talking. he's when he starts talking, full sentences. Okay, yeah, but all the way to full speaking, and then he literally can do impressions or radio oh. voices. Oh, and that's I'm like, pretty what funny. What the fuck is happening in this movie? Because that's what he's listening. That's what he was grew up with. <laughs> yes. But what uh, my favorite though is when uh, Kathleen Quinn was like, "Why did you? Why did you rescue me? I was lonely." <laughs> when he says uh, that, you're well, like, he, he, he also <laughs> is. He, I don't know where he got paint from, but he's the best painter oh, yeah. in the entire fucking world. My f- and he painted an entire portrait of her Actually, after he rescued the her. The funniest scene <laughs> in the movie for me was was the pseudo-sex scene. When they were going to... That's when, not pseudo-sex. <laughs> that's full body bumping. Okay? But, oh, that's right. That's full body bumping. And I'm telling you right now... Yeah. That's the only fucking word we use for the rest of this entire fucking episode. Body. And every episode. Because Robert Nepper calls. So sex is not a thing. It's wild, only called body bump. Wild thing says body bump. 
body like, bump because he the body they show bump. it he, and when it, in the when 70s, he was a kid he, he, sees, 10, yeah, 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 he yeah. like saw two people fucking yeah so okay? it's a body bump but body bumping but body just, bumping and she in that scene she legit reaches right down and grabs his yes and, and i'm like yes. holy shit i think she really did it <laughs> I mean, she really grabbed that yeah, hot guy yeah, yeah, so yeah. hard. I, I laughed really hard that at that. Dude, yeah, yeah. I know the guy was, is like yeah. relatively buff and never wears clothes, so she's fucking hot for him constantly. Yeah. Okay. Um, interesting thing about the casting. So um, the guy who played Paul, Paul was one of the guys that were in that one like kind the of halfway house or whatever. Because um, I think he got hurt or died or got killed. Yeah, that's right. Because So it's him and then that one black girl that were like together. Well, there's then... there's a whole storyline with this right. with that black girl who then yeah. they like convince she... her to turn tricks and then she changes her mind. Yeah. And I'm like, did she kill that guy? But her... It sounds like she killed the guy, but they never really make so it clear. Her... Okay? But her friend, that guy, Paul, that's director Sean Le- Levy, who who is directing episodes of Stranger Things now. What? And he also directed the Night at the Museum movies. He's a filmmaker now. Oh, shit. But he, that's Sean that's him yeah but um you know too much shit i do so <laughs> anyways that well the girl oh my god the when she does the tricks and the prostitute that's five minute song she has the business she was oh. like, <laughs> i was <laughs> i was this business lady business, yeah business woman i was lady. laughing oh so, god that song is so fucking I was hilariously laughing terrible so, yeah i was laughing so hard at that and i was trying to find it I can't find it anywhere. Oh, really? God, I looked online. I looked anywhere. They like, use actual 60s music when they do the 60s. Yeah, they cut yeah. the 70s, use actual 70s. And they 80s cut the 87. Shit, yeah, yeah. They, they don't have rights to anything from yeah. that time, so they have to do fake 80s music. Never they heard play, of, but it legit sounds like 80s, but songs that they were play never They play Wild Thing hits. in here, too. They yeah. play Wild Thing because they have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, there's the so, first of two movies today. They're going to play Wild Thing. So, yeah. <laughs> it, so, on one hand, it, it is enjoyably bad. I do wish... For some reason, I, I kind of wish it went a little further. Just a little bit. For me. I, I, wanted, I wanted it to be a little more ridiculous. I think if it goes too ridiculous, it becomes too self-aware yeah. that it isn't trying to be good. They were legit trying to make a good movie. And they failed at every fucking <laughs> level. Every yeah. fucking yeah. level. But to such a degree that you're like, I'm going to watch this movie every fucking day for the rest of my life. It's so fucking <laughs> my, entertaining. My... The only thing I was kind of let down with, because when I found out the villain, Robert Dobby, I didn't think he was, if you compare him to all the other movies that he's in, he was really understated in this movie and almost felt like that he just, he wasn't hamming it up like he does like in in, like the other movies, like in Goonies or even the License to Kill movie. He's awesome as the bad guy in that. It feels like he wanted to, but the director told him to rein it in. You know what? No, that's exactly what I think. I think the director was like, but then they said the wild thing, go all the way to crazy. (laughs) Interesting thing. So it was directed by Max Reed, who really hasn't done a whole lot, but the screenwriter, John Sayles, he is a legitimately really well-regarded independent filmmaker. So he, so it's funny because he had two sides of, to, of himself. Okay. He would, because all his movies wouldn't make any money because they were all like artsy films. Okay. So he would write for the studios or write for Hollywood. He would write B-movies. So he wrote Alligator, 1980. 
and he There's wrote writing involved in Alligator. Yeah, he wrote he wrote, which is a fun movie too. And and John and then he wrote this movie, but but he went on to direct Lone Star, nineteen ninety six, with Chris Christopherson. Um, Secret of Rona Nish, like a lot of movies, Boy, like he picked, he made a lot of bad choices. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, with his writing, you mean? With, or mean, with this with, movie? With the, when he was when the movies where he was trying to make money, it sounds to me like he picked movies that weren't going to make any fucking money. No, Alligator didn't make any. No, money. he wrote this his movie own movie. I never yeah, fucking yeah. heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I was nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I was so eighteen. I was I, so eighteen. I did hear of this because I because I always looked at the papers every week, so I remember seeing the ad for this, but I didn't really know anything about no. it. So. On one hand, I did kind of enjoy how silly it was and stuff. I, I can't give it a full recommendation. It's a two and a half for me. Okay. What would you give The Room? The movie, The Room. Oh. Because it's terrible, but it's also. I think. The most perfect because I think it's, thing ever. But it's. See, and I this think. This isn't quite to that level. Exactly. But it's fucking close. Exactly. That's why. I love this fucking so, piece of so shit. So that's why I think I would probably give The Room like a three and a half. I'm gonna give this a three and a half. Okay, good. That's. I'm glad you liked it. I was because I because I would give the room a four. Okay. Because it it here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, Tommy was so he he caught on and any future stuff he then understands what he's going to do is make shitty. Yeah. And it's all fucking unwatchable. Yeah. But not like fun unwatchable. No. It's legitimately like right. No, you don't understand why the room is good. The room because is only you good know. because you thought you were making a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. people thought they were making yeah. not a good movie. They thought they were making a Hollywood movie. Yeah. But also, where they also said, let's make it so that Wild Thing <laughs> has a fucking umbrella, okay? <laughs> and then he throw and he shoots it towards a guy, and it lands in the general vicinity of a guy, and then somehow that guy ends up trapped in the umbrella. Oh, like <laughs> the was, grappling you know, hook? It was literally thing? 20 yeah, feet yeah. away from that guy. That was hilarious. And then it cuts to a scene yeah, to the shot hilarious. where the guy's trapped in the umbrella. And I'm like, I do not understand it, but boy, do I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> so you liked it a lot more than I did. I was, oh, I was hoping to like it at that level, and I just... It, it was all for me. It was almost. I almost liked that oh. at that level. But that business lady was my favorite. Oh, business lady! That, <laughs> that song. That is the that so, song is so. Fucking I will say, cool. if you do it's like so terrible shitty. I will say, if you do like bad movies, like getting uh, together with a group of people to watch yes. shitty movies, this is a good one to watch. I yes, when I, I watched I it the second so. time, and I watched movies yeah. with my friend. Yeah, 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 I almost specifically watched shitty movies. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. <laughs> she had never heard of it. We sat did she, down. Did she like it? Oh, she loved yes, it. Yes, awesome. She, Great. I mean, she just had, it's just the perfect one to sit there and just be baffled by every decision that was made in this movie. Yeah, we're laughing <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All right. Oh, and I did like the music by George S. Clinton. Different George Clinton, but George S. Yes, Clinton. Yes, uh, we also saw that. But I no, didn't I, notice that until I like the time. 80s George music. George S. Clinton? No. <laughs> he did like a lot. That's a different George Clinton. He did a lot right, of canon pictures. Because there's an S there for a reason. <laughs> he did a lot of canon pictures. He did like Platoon Leader with Michael Dukakoff and all these it, other dude. crazy oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. my God. Anyways, so, so, I'm so glad so, you liked it. Well, I also watched Rebel Steel Skin. Don't forget. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one too. I gotta watch that. Yeah. All right. Next one is Outrageous Fortune. Now, I've never seen this. It what? was a pretty popular movie in 1987. It did. It was in the top 20 that year. It, it, it was. It was. Okay. It, it was. It, it did relatively. It was, I wouldn't call it a blockbuster, but it was a hit. It, it, it made money. Oh, this is like I think one of the first ones after Shelley Long left Cheers to try to become a movie star. Yeah. She did um, Money Pit the year before this with Tom Hanks. Money Pit's pretty good, actually. Um, Hello Again the same year she did. And then she also did Troop Beverly Hills a couple years later in 1989. Oh, God, I forgot about Troop Beverly Hills. <laughs> and Bette Midler was, she was just starting off to, she did The Rose in 1979. But then, and then she did a couple movies in the early 80s. But it wasn't, I think, last um, the year before she did Ruthless People with Danny DeVito. 
Um, and that oh, was Bette Midler. Yes, that was yes. a huge hit. Bette Midler. Yeah, that was a huge hit. Oh, yeah. So now she was. So both of them were were rising to be like major uh, stars mm-hmm. in, in in mainstream movies. And I've actually heard in the um, they are both th- people who were who got famous other than movies. Right, Shelley Long got famous on TV. And she was Bette music. Midler was a singer and Broadway and music. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. So, but Bette Midler, Shelley Long. So there was, I, and I don't know if it was them or their agents, but they were they were fighting to get the first billing. They're equally billed. But on some posters, it says Bette Midler and Shelley Long, and Bette Midler's on the left. So, and on other posters in other regions, they switched it. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Now, we, only, it, we can only really see now, the when one we watched, Well, Bette, on the poster it says, on the, that we're looking at, it says Bette Midler's on the left. Now, when, I, when we saw the movie, Shelley Long is first, and okay. then it's Bette Midler. I mean, you also meet see Shelley Long, Long first. first. True. Anyways, so this is directed by Arthur Hiller. Arthur Hiller, he was a, at one time, he was the president of the Academy. Um, There's a but, lot of people that but he wrote. Up that he you'd wrote. Be surprised they were yeah, he wrote um, Love Story, or he directed Love Story. Oh, um, okay. Which is Best Picture. He did a lot of. I think he did a couple movies with um, Gene Wilder. He did um, Silver Streak. I'm trying to see what the rating on this movie was. This was R. Yeah, I assume there was a lot of f bombs in there. Yeah, but this is a pre-time where they had rules for that kind of shit. They had to literally just write each movie separately. The Hospital, The In-Laws, he did. Um, I might have seen The In-Laws. See No maybe. Evil, Hear No Evil, he did. Taking Care of oh, Business. I know I've seen See No Hear Evil. Carpool was one of his last films, which is a terrible movie with uh, Tom Arnold and I David Pamer. I don't know Carpool. Oh, it's not I, good. National Lampoon's <laughs> Pucked. That sounds like some hockey <laughs> bullshit. Um, this movie is kind of like a buddy kind of comedy adventure, yes. whatever. And Shelley Long is a struggling actress. And you see her right away. It shows her like doing like different theater exercises. She's doing taking fencing classes, all these yes. things. Um, ballet. They telegraph two things in this part. Yeah. The fencing and the jump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, Bette Midler, she's just kind of... What is she? Uh, she was a she's a porn actress. Oh, oh. yeah. Did, 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 yeah, yeah. You, did you did you miss that? Here? I must. They have... really only barely reference it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she did talk about. Uh, oh, she did. I was, Adult, I was, I was in a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it yes. slowly gets figured out that movie was just a porn. Right. Okay. But she kind of just show, brashly shows up to use the phone, and then she's like, "Oh, what are you? Yeah. Oh, you're trying out." To I be was, in this theater class? I was somewhat I, confused why she she's jumped like, in there. What, why, she's like, I'll do it too. So then yeah. she goes, and then she ends up like being better than Shelley Long or, you know, the, the, yes. or the... Well, they both seem to, in order to get in this class, yeah. you have to do an audition. They skip past the audition to a scene where they're both right. in the class. And I'm like, I think the audition was, do you have $5,000? There's your yeah, audition. That's okay. what I thought it was, but the, but it looks but like... But actually, Bette Miller got in scholarship for scholarship, She got in yeah, for free. Because she just impressed the guy. Yeah. Played by Robert Prosky. Peter Coyote plays a mysterious man, then meets Shelley Long, and they end up having a, a, a hot sex affair. But then you find out, like, just maybe 15 minutes later, like, oh, he's also banging Bette Miller. Yes. And you're like, holy he's shit. He's banging them both. Right. I'm sorry. Body bumping them both. Okay. <laughs> Body bump. <laughs> so Bette Midler and Shelley Long. Okay, no. So Shelley Long. There's a, almost there's a relatively explicit couple of like sex scenes between him and. Shelley I was Long, pretty impressed actually. with that. That was pretty cool that they that they do that. I don't know about you, but I'm going to talk about this scene, and it okay. was probably my favorite part of the movie because I did not see it coming. So Shelley explosion. Holy shit! So yeah. Shelley Long. And Peter Coyote in the I car. Didn't see it either, and right? then Peter Coyote gets out of the car. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get some flowers. He's like, I don't need any more flowers. I'm gonna get you flowers. He walks into the shop, and boom, the whole fucking place explodes. Yeah. I was like, it's, holy it's, it's shit! It's a legit explosion. I had no. I mean, it was big, and I'm like, 
I did not see that coming. That generally shocked me. I was like, so, holy so shit. So this is the weird thing about this movie. Yeah. I was starting to get kind of bored. Okay. And then that happened, and I'm like, oh, this movie's fucking different. Or cool. <laughs> else I saw the poster, and I'm like, in the poster, this movie's going to be an action movie. Well, because they're hanging okay. from a cliff on the but poster. But this is like, like a half hour in the movie, and nothing yeah. like that. Well, even boom. close to like that had right. happened. Well, then what happens... At the morgue, both Shelley Long and Bette Miller show up, and then they start fighting and stuff like that. Yes. But then they realize the person that that they got, the corpse, that's not Peter Coyote because they, his dick is not the same they, size. They just they like that. It's a needle dick. They yes, they get into a fight. Yeah, in the morgue, and <laughs> yeah. they knock like hit, yeah. they cheat off the yep, guy. Yep, yep. And then they're like, um, and that's and, and here's the thing: the guy was actively telling Shelley Long, "You don't need to actually look at him. We have his ID." And he's unrecognizable. Yeah. Okay. Right. He's like all burned up. But <laughs> but I his guess his dick, dick, his dick is not unrecognizable. <laughs> apparently. He's apparently got, he was very well hung. And that, yeah. that corpse is not, they're going to literally never explain how that happened. No. Okay? Of course not. <laughs> so it ends up going, uh, long story short, they go on like a misadventure trying to find him, find out where he is. You find out that he's a double agent and, and uh, people are after him. Like the good guys and the bad guys are after him. And... And then when they actually catch up to Peter Coyote, he tries to kill them because he's like, fuck, you know who I am. And so he yes. starts going after them. So it, it goes into this big you confrontation don't know, you, yeah, with him. Actually, yeah, yeah. They, they caught him a lot faster than I expected. Yeah. I thought they wouldn't get him until the very end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, they catch him. And I'm like, there's like 40 minutes left in right, the right. movie. So <laughs> I will say, so I thought the first hour of the movie, the first, first two thirds, I was, I was digging it. I, was, I think we're going to have a very similar review. The last, when, soon as, like, the last 25 minutes, George Carlin shows up. Yes. And he he's plays like, this hippie he guy. he literally has, like, third billing in this movie. Third right. Third or fourth. And I'm like, and we're, like, an hour into this. I'm like, oh, wait, isn't George Carlin in this movie? I so saw he shows up. I saw him in the and I did like him in this movie. Uh, I did not actually, like his character. I didn't, I didn't like his performance. I didn't he plays utterly this, hate him. He is, I didn't hate him, but I didn't like him. For a second, I thought he was in red face. And then he actively he, says he's not Native American. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. But he is kind of using this. Yeah. He's not a good human being. Okay? No. No. I don't think I hated him as much as you did. I really hated like the first last 15 minutes. Okay. Because it is some of the worst film shit I've ever fucking seen. Oh. Okay. That all, like the, the action the stuff? Final, the final action stuff. Yeah. When they're like by her, the cliffs. And and yeah. And she has to jump. And I'm like. On the rocks. This is fucking awful. No. Okay. No. This it's is just some of the worst. Just make a person jump. That's all you got to fucking do. No. I was, I was really disappointed because I was really digging it. And, I, and so I've seen Bette Miller in a lot of stuff. And Shelley Long, I remember, you know, on Cheers and stuff. She, I really like Shelley Long in this movie. Weird. Because I, I preferred Bette Miller okay. by a mile. I thought Shelley Long, I, I probably like Bette Miller's character better, but I really liked the timing of Shelley Long's performance. Like, just a lot of the stuff that she would say and do, and just her reactions, like when Bette Midler's in the acting class and doing stuff, and it cuts to Shelley Long's, like, reaction to that, cracked me up. Like, I really liked her facial expressions. I, I was really impressed with her performance. I'm like, I wish she made more movies, actually. Like, she kept going. I, I thought she was kind of fun. I mean, boy. I mean, yeah, I, and they were I fun together. Time. I thought her, they were fun together. Her character in this was, for a lot of it, was very similar to Cheers. Yeah. So Diane, I can see that. that's yeah. her name, Diane and Cheers. And I'm like, I just wanted to be somebody else. Now, granted, uh, at some point, she tries to use her acting ability to act like a cop. I thought that was funny. Uh, Some of that was funny. She's like, hey, wish... get the fuck here. Hey, nice buns. You know? Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, it was kind of okay. But it was, like it was just one of those things where I'm like, 
it was weird in that scene where Bette Midler was kind of like off foot by it, and I'm like, Bette Midler's never this character is never yeah. off foot by anything. I, okay, I don't know uh, uh, this, but they get to be like best friends by yeah. the end of the movie. Of course, like that. The one thing that did crack me up when towards uh, the towards the last half of the movie. Um, the last funny thing that I thought was funny was when they go to the the, the bad neighborhood. Oh, there's black people here. Look out! I do remember that there was, that was a, funny, a, there was a funny line there. But but uh, was, but it was a uh, well, well she well it was weird because she goes I haven't seen a Shelly Long's like I haven't seen a white person in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in like 20 minutes yeah she, and Bette Miller's girls right there oh they got him <laughs> <laughs> that was funny no the part that cracked me up was when they're in the hallway and they get they're like we're gonna get we're gonna get mugged and raped here. And then the kid shows up. She's like, oh, so much for being raped. Because oh, <laughs> it's a little kid. I'm like, okay, that was, I mean, it's, I mean, not, not in good taste, but it was not funny. Not in good taste. There is some legit, it's the stuff that's rhyme. That even those two lines are Bette Midler lines. Yeah, yeah. And I thought they good. were she delivered was... with rock solid No, perfection. she's, no, she's good. Um, I liked her. I actually liked Peter Coyote in the movie. I, I'm a. I didn't hate him. No, I, he's he, a good he actor. Was, he, he really, he, he legit. Before the explosion, yeah. seems like when you because you mostly just see him and Shelly. Yeah. Okay, he seems like a legit nice guy. Oh, I like knew something was gonna happen. I, knew, I was well, waiting man, for something. Mostly from the it's called outrageous fortune. Okay, it's like this this movie that looks like these two people fall in love and Shelly Long's a shitty at acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to go somewhere else. Okay, yeah, I was waiting for it. Um, the other person. So, um. I don't know if you noticed, but Christopher McDonald, who's Shooter McGavin, he's uh, in the very beginning I, of the movie. I, I, I saw Shooter McGavin in this movie. <laughs> I was like, yes, there Shooter is. McGavin's got to be in all the fucking episodes. <laughs> wasn't he in? He was in a couple. He was in at least. He was in Breaking. That's right. That's he the was only in Breaking. One. I think that's all the right. only one we've seen him in so far. Well, hopefully, we'll get some more. But anyways, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, a working actor. He I'm, I'm going to give the movie a two and a half because I like the first two thirds of the film. And I and I did like Bette Miller and Shelley Long. I thought they were both really good in the movie. And I just wish the material would have carried it through the second half of the movie. And I just didn't care for the George Carlin stuff. It was just another character we didn't need at this point. Yeah, we, they introduced weird. He this shows whole new up character. And then he's like a fully big character, and he's like in the epilogue where yeah. now they're like performing Hamlet yeah. together. You know, and I'm like, wow, that's it's literally is that last ten minutes is just so Arthur, fucking stupid and awful. And Arthur Hiller kind of did the same thing with Silver Streak because Silver Streak they make it look like that Richard Pryor's he doesn't show up in the movie for like an hour an hour and ten minutes into the movie. Really, he doesn't? No. I don't remember that at all. No, okay. and so and, and so that's kind of the same thing where it's just like and he's only in the movie for like twenty minutes and you're like oh I guess he's the main, yeah. is he supposed to be the because it's weird at the end of this they're doing Hamlet and he's uh, there yeah. and he's and now George Carlin is one of their best friends and I'm like they literally just met him and George Carlin kind of treated him like shit yeah almost constantly yeah. okay <laughs> so what what would you give this I I agree. The first half of this, yeah, and actually, I would actually say the first half of the stuff that happens after the explosion, yes, yes, is like this is legit. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I know stuff's going to happen, yeah. but I have no idea who this guy was. Yeah. They're going to figure it out once that shit gets revealed, and he turns out to be like, like next level terrorist monster. Yeah, okay? yeah, like if, and the, stuff like that. There's I'm a like, good section of the movie that reminded me a little bit of Midnight Run, yes, which is one yes, I love yeah, that movie. Yeah. Not as good as that, no, but but it was no, like okay, no, it's, it's kind of like good. doing Midnight Run type of stuff. Yeah, but then the two yeah. people who, well, and weirdly in Midnight Run, I would never call them best friends by the end. <laughs> in this, ah, I don't know. Well, they, I guess I, I wouldn't call they, them best friends. They tolerate each other more. They have respect the for each other. But in this, they are legitimately best friends. Best friends forever. BFFs. Let's go. Let's go be in Hamlet because Shelley Long. One of her things she wants to play Hamlet. So and stuff. No. Oh yeah. Oh, one yeah. actually. I 
the Russian guy is a fun character. So I would all, I would agree with two and a half. Just okay. Because I think it's a solid three star movie, and then it turns into a solid one and a half to two star movie. I agree. Yep. <laughs> I, yeah, I think so too. I uh, agreement on that one. Starship is our next movie that we went to go see. Like I said, oh. director Roger Christian, who did. Oh, <laughs> it hurts! It hurts to think about. This so. Movie. I had a really hard time when I was watching this movie trying to figure out what the hell it was about. I have no idea what the plot of this movie is. So it, I watched the entirety of it. Oh well, yeah, we did. I have we did. no idea what the fuck happened in so this movie. So it was okay? kind of like, <laughs> so it takes place on like this planet, and it's like a mining planet. And then at the beginning of the movie, you see like people like striking, and then there's like terrorist attacks, bombings, and it's, it's that... called Starship. Yeah, I think there's a Starship. There in is. The movie there is. At there the is. end of the movie. Okay? Well. They show at the beginning of the movie I there's think, a starship. I think the plot there. involves a starship. They're trying to get on they're it. Try- well, that's but what they do not do. make this fucking clear. Well, that's okay? what, so I think some of the rebels or whatever, they're trying to leave and go to get on the starship to get out and escape the there planet. There were two theaters showing this movie. If yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. Which makes no sense to me. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was, I will say this, and I will say one or two nice things, and that's all I'm going to say. So, <laughs> wow, you're going to say two more nice things than I am. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought the model of the actual spaceship, because I like practical effects. Okay. okay. I like practical that, effects. There's actually some interesting, that and, well, at one point they're in like a truck, which is legit just a truck, but so, I'm like, that truck's fucking amazing. No, I want to drive around So it's, truck. it's like, it looks like a big fucking Tonka truck. But like it's a, real. Like a dump, those big. It's a real deal. And, it's, and it drives right over it, a fucking pickup truck and doesn't even fucking flip. That was awesome. I legit was like, holy shit, so the bounty, this movie's a half star because it just got bumped up so from zero. <laughs> so there's a bounty hunter that's trying to go in after the, and I, Lorca is the main guy. Lorca. Deep Roy plays Grid, who is the yeah. ro- creepy robot whose mouth does not move, oh, and it's just kind of what's kind of he kind of looks like that. He's the a Buck Rogers that beep 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 yeah, bag a little a, bit. Yeah, he looks like uh, Twinkie. I, I can't remember something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yes, he does. He kind of looks like that robot. Yeah, and he's just one of a obsolete model of robot. Yes, which is like a smaller robot than all the other. And ones then that, the other robots are, come in there, which like, are just. Guys, yeah. okay, the robots are just guys without emotion, okay? So if our description of the film is like, man, these guys don't know how to describe the movie, that's because you watch the movie and I tell, don't know tell what me what the fuck is. happened in this no, movie. It's like, it starts off with like that terrorist attack, and then there's like, they go to like some club, and then they show like a music video, and then like a, mu- like a music video of music. Oh yeah, the music in this is by Tony Banks of Genesis. Yeah. It's in the credits. It's not good. This movie is terrible. The, 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 the song, the song uh, Peter Gabriel shows good. up for one scene oh, and yeah, has like yeah, a yeah. dancing, singing yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, this has got, oh, it's Tony Banks of Genesis. And then it's just shitty synthesizer garbage. It's not good. Terrible. The entire way through. And then total Peter Gabriel music. shows up and is just other synthesizer, yeah. synthesizer well, garbage. And he's like singing I wish he had Toto. Like, what the fuck is he doing in this movie? Toto <laughs> did the music for Dune, which is awesome. The 1984 Dune. Yeah, okay. And I wish they would have done this. because Oh, been great. God. It didn't and make any and sense so it's kind me. of like post-apocalyptic stuff going on. But the bounty hunters trying to go after Lorica. And I thought there was some legitimately cool stunts of like him hanging from the cr- like I that big even, truck. I can't even remember. And I'm I thought so, like I thought just, that was kind of cool because he's because you know the big truck before when it's going over and Lork is on the back of it and he's trying to get to the front to like battle the the, the guy and he's like hanging from the you know you know from the the truck and that actually from a chain that was actually like okay that's a legit cool it, stunt. Here's the thing: it might be cool 
if I had any idea what the fuck was happening and no. why it was well, happening. Because, now, yeah. I mean, as much as I sit there and I say that truck was cool, it's mostly because that truck was legitimately fucking huge and cool. It was like five I stories I want to see that in huge. every fucking movie. It was movie. huge, okay? yeah. Every movie should just say, those trucks are real. So Get a fucking truck. Then they go to the end of the movies, they're on the starship, and then they're attacked by a bunch of other robot shit going on. A, a, a second... Uh, well, a second... Grid... Isn't Grid, like, taken over? Okay, like I, I have it written down. I, I couldn't remember if... Does he get... The Nissan... 4000 is the model right. of robot that Deep Roy is playing. I... Nissan, they all have very thick Australian accents. Yeah. Oh, okay? yeah. oh, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if they're saying something else and it just sounds like Nissan to me or if he's literally just a fucking car that got turned into a robot. Okay, well, I don't then, understand. Well, and then they're, uh, um, what was the robot? I was so confused at the end of the movie that the robot was, the robot that was killing the girl, was that like... Did he, like, turn bad, and then they flick the switch, and now he's They're, good? Like, okay, what happens to our Nissan 4000? Yeah. They do something so you can see a little scar on his forehead. Oh, that's right. And then he gets in a fight with another Nissan, and they try to use some lighting so you don't know which one oh, is showing up later. Oh, that's like, it. We all know it's the good one. So fucking doofuses. And the only way to tell is a tiny little dot in his forehead because they had to do, like, I don't know, some type of operation. Yeah, tool. this was definitely an incoherent film because there's like, a scene in the I movie have... when they were at this, uh, when they were at the club, and then the bad bad guys are raiding it and all of a sudden it shows like Lorca and one of the girls make it out and you're like what the fuck is happening I'm like I didn't the know what was going the on the movie is also called Lorca and the Outlaws I'm like who the fuck are Outlaws <laughs> who the fuck is Lorca because you don't Lorca even get to know him Lorca is that guy no is but that, you don't get the name he's, he's so his name's by technically John technically the main, main character so it's, his name is, is an actor played by John Tarrant there's a reason why you can't click on his Wikipedia because he doesn't have a link yeah well okay <laughs> he's we're, not good. we're sitting here he's on Wikipedia the cover of that of yeah. that tape is fucking gorgeous. Yeah, that is meaningless. The nonsense. adventure of a million lifetimes. Nothing. Is, is what what the says. fuck does that even mean? <laughs> I might have seen this sitting on well, a shelf. The big but problem. But never fucking rented it. I know I've God. seen it on the I shelf for sure. I would have killed myself. So one of the things that that I I have a my big problem with the movie because obviously we're talking about wild thing and stuff. We like shitty movies. Oh yeah. This, this is the worst kind of shitty movie. It's, it's just boring. Boring. It's so yeah. boring. I was bored through this whole movie. It is so boring and incoherent. I couldn't understand what was going on. And it starts right off and they don't explain shit. I mean, they even have a text of stuff, but that doesn't tell I, you anything. There's an opening thing and you still don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah, I was. <laughs> this was a really hard movie to watch. I yeah. will. The only reason I like the truck thing is because I was just trying to find anything. Yeah, me too. To not want to kill myself. Me too. And I'm I, like, oh, finally, that truck's cool looking. I, and then, and, then the truck's gone. And when I went over that car, it was pretty fucking cool. Oh, that was amazing. Because they had, like, stole yeah. some pickup truck. Yeah. And it was a shitty rundown one that yeah. kind of looks like the shitty rundown pickup truck from T2. Okay? So, yeah, this was... <laughs> they just run it over. It's this awesome. was originally called Lorca and the Outlaws, and it was released in 1984 in Australia. Yeah. So it didn't come here until April of 87. God, how the fuck um, did they sell this to but, an American distributor? But surprise, surprise, understand. Roger Christian directed this, who directed Battlefield Earth, and that is also... A horrible, horrible film. It's horrible. With this every... one, I could probably here's the thing. I could probably recommend that more because you can laugh at that one a little more. I I saw that in the fucking. Theater. Oh, me too. Me too. I'm a lunatic. Oh, I did. No, I saw it. We're both lunatics. I saw, I saw that it in the fucking. Me and my theater, brother saw it, and it is fucking terrible. It's terrible. It's, we laughed a lot in that Angles movie. It's Dutch angles the movie, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. So we la I laughed a lot in that happened. movie. I did not laugh a lot in oh, this. Oh no, one. I could watch if I watched if I watched Battlefield right now. Week would rip on it. Yeah, for sure. Watching this, you can't rip on it because you're just baffled. It's yeah, it's, it's boring. Talking makes you just confused. <laughs> My brain doesn't work anymore from watching this movie. Yeah, it's it's 
really poor. I'm I'm probably giving it too high, but I'm, it's a one star because I I'm like the give practical, it a half. practical effects and the truck. That yeah. truck was it. Okay, but this movie it's why that, it's that hard to watch. Happens, the truck happens like halfway through, yeah. and I'm like. This is the most boring movie I've ever fucking watched. It's and I've watched really them. boring. And, and it's it's and, up there. It's and up we there. watched that fucking television thing. Tunnel vision. Tunnel vision, which is yeah, that was really that, bad. That, too. that was an hour and ten minutes. I felt like six hours. Yeah, yeah. This, this was, was eighty four minutes. This was yeah. eighty four minutes, and I feel like I died and was resurrected <laughs> for an entire new lifetime. It was, while watching it was it, long, yeah. It was so fucking boring. This is yeah, really bad. And and what I what I I say this a lot. A movie can be. Good, it can be bad, but what it shouldn't be is boring. It shouldn't and this, be boring. This is what it is. This was boring. It was worse I mean, than bad. Here's the thing. Boring. I have sat here and screamed and given him zero star yeah. things. Yeah. But that's because they morally offense me. Offend yeah. me. Okay? But I wasn't bored because I was too enraged while watching this. <laughs> this thing, for all I know, this movie is a pro-Nazi movie, but it's so fucking badly made I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Okay? It was, yeah. I have no clue what really ever, poorly ever done. happened to this fucking movie. Um, I was really hoping it would... So wh- the reason why we picked this, because we were hoping it was going to be a really... Like, holy shit, this is going to be a shitty B-movie we're going to make fun movie. of it's, and it's laugh at. Starship. It's and in it was, two theaters. It was just boring. It's just boring. Yeah. But I know I've seen that cover. Yeah. And it's beautiful. God, it's a fucking ripoff. <laughs> Next is Blind Date. Blake Edwards. Yep. Um, Bruce Willis. Kim Basinger is actually first build. Kim Basinger. Yeah, so well, she had been in Never Say Never Again and stuff. So she Yeah, was she was like, Never Say Never Again. She just a did a star. movie with Richard Gere called No Mercy. Okay. Oh, Nine and a Half Weeks was the year before, too. Oh, was it? That was okay. the, that's the big sex movie with Mickey Rourke when she's like, I might have seen this Sex before. with Food. I'm not sure. Oh, really? Was... I might have. In the 80s. Yeah. Because I liked it. Moonlighting, and I would have yeah. probably... Because I'm going to legit say the only reason I saw Die Hard was Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> I like Bruce Willis, so let's go see that. And then I walked out, and I'm like, well, that movie is the fucking best movie I've ever fucking seen in my entire <laughs> part of life. This right. movie, I would have not walked out and said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm a big Blake Edwards fan, but I don't like all of his movies. Um, he has, um, like, he made Operation Petticoat that we watched, and I liked it more, a little yes, more than you did, I Yes, I have think. seen some. I, so he did, I, all I remember, the, so I he did the Pink more. Panther films. Yes. So and and most of those are pretty fun. Not Son of the Pink Panther, but yeah. all the all the. Well, that's because it hasn't gotten. Or trailer it Pink hasn't Panther. got the real Pink Panther. In it. Right, right, right. Although and he's not called the Pink Panther. We all call him Pink Panther, but Pink Panther. And then the Curse thing of the Pink chasing. Panther was also okay, not. That is stuck Wasp. with that name, just like Glass Onion. It has oh, to right. say, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a nice yeah. movie, out. even though uh, there's a fucking nice that movie. So, <laughs> but he, but he, ten is, I think, a masterpiece with Dudley Moore. I think it's really. I good. haven't seen. I know I've seen it. I haven't seen it. It's awesome. And so you just I, love Dudley Moore. Yeah, and I like the Great Race. <laughs> he did the Great Race in 1965. He is really good at sight gag, like pratfalls and stuff like that. And I will say this before I get into it: there's some pratfalls in this that made me laugh. There's, there's, he's good at staging that stuff. Not talking okay. about the plot. I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, 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 about yeah. staging physical comedy. Blake Edwards is a pretty, he's really good at it. You um, warned me that I wasn't going to like this movie because you know of my. I had a feeling. No, I, had, I didn't see it. Not I didn't see it yet. Movies, but I had a feeling. You're supposed to like people who are monsters. Yeah, We're, we'll get to. it. I, I figured that you weren't gonna like this. That's why I'm like, are you? Do you want to watch this? I don't know if you like it. Okay, so Bruce Willis plays um, this guy who works at a was it advertising? Was it a firm? Uh, I don't know. I don't really he's make a businessman. Whatever. He's a guy with a job. He's he's a <laughs> businessman. He wears a suit. He works um, in an office. Right. He wants to go to his like boss's big banquet you got to bring a date so yes. he talks to his brother played by phil hartman yes uh, the late phil hartman he's he's all right this it's, it's just like 
before he became Full anybody knew who the fuck he was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He co-wrote uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure with with Paul Rubens in oh, 1985, man. two years earlier. It's a better movie. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Yeah. So, but anyways, he goes, "Hey, there's this girl. Her name's Nadia. She's awesome. The only thing is, don't get her drunk." Yes. Don't get her drunk. Well, and... Don't get her drunk because she gets crazy when she's drunk. Well, so, so, he, well, so, so he Phil emphasizes Hartman, it. Phil Hartman says that in such a way with a wink and say, that means get her drunk, buddy. Okay. Yeah. She'll, he's she'll, like, she'll fuck you like crazy. She gets she'll body wild. Bump, she'll body bump like crazy. Right. What happens is they, you know, they go out and it seems things to be, seem to be going well on this date and she's fine. But then he's like, Hey, things are going good. Let's go get some champagne. Well, I'm like, he brings her to like the best date I would have ever imagined. He's like, a friend of his is like a professional guitarist. Oh, yeah. And he that brings was cool. her there. And I'm like, holy shit. Oh, in the he studio. Get her drunk. She's going to fucking blow you right now. This is the right. best date I've ever fucking but then, imagined. He, but then he gets the champagne and he goes, and after like one glass, she's already like loopy. Yeah. And then she starts like just speaking out, you know, uh, 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 you know, all over the place. And like, she. There's a stage of her crazy yeah. where she just literally says it like it is. Yeah. And I was loving that stage of her. <laughs> but it gets to another stage. Yes, okay. it does. It does. So they get to the, the banquet and things go out of control and she's embarrassing him and ripping pockets off of everybody. Yes, the pocket and, ripping thing is actually kind of and, and, but, rather but, amusing. But what happens, he ends, he ends up getting fired. But then there's... John Larroquette plays her her ex, but yeah, I actually really liked him in this movie. He's he's funny. He's John Larroquette. I don't hate John Larroquette. Oh, he's usually, pretty good in this. But he is. He's probably my favorite performance I mean, actually in the this movie. Has the mo- he has the most pratfally things that happen. Oh my god, yeah. Okay. So, but anyways, he, because he shows up and he's just he's like a psycho. Oh yeah, he shows up. and He's like, oh hey, nice to meet you. They're at this art gallery. He's like, oh yeah, oh cool. Ah, and he's, ex, he starts like ex boyfriend. He's like yeah, yeah, who stalks her. Yeah, but then he's just like, oh nice to meet. He was to Bruce Willis like, oh, you're Walter? Okay, nice to meet you, Walter. I'm going to kill you! And, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, literally, like, right off the bat. So the whole movie, he's kind of chasing him around and stalking him through the movie. So they have a bunch of interactions with him. And I thought that stuff was amusing and fun. It had some really fun pratfalls, I thought. Where the movie loses me... Is when it turns into a different movie? The last third of the film. <laughs> the last third of the film... It's a different movie all of a sudden. All what of a sudden... What the fuck happened to this movie? All of a sudden, like, Bruce Willis and, and, and Kim Basinger gets him out, but then John Larroquette, like... She has to agree to John Larroquette to marry him, so he gets yeah Bruce Willis off of the assault charge, which the assault charge is... Against John Larroquette, I'm pretty yeah. sure you can't have the guy yeah, assaulted yeah, yeah. as your That's defense okay, lawyer. Because because John Larroquette's dad was the was the yes, judge anyway. That was kind of that was funny. Yeah. When he, when 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 he said stuff and I'm it's like, all what done. the fuck? And and you can tell. Bye, Dad. And, and Kit's voice. It's Kit's voice. <laughs> yeah, again, yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, The voice yeah, yeah. of Kit. His is oh, dad. that was Kit. That was the voice oh, of Kit. He was in another movie. What? He was oh, in uh, that New York. Because uh, <laughs> I remember you said that before. Clowns. Thousand clowns. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was he was the voice. Yes, yeah, he was yeah, in that too. Yeah. But in this, they hate each other. Yeah. And well, and Larroquette's like talking to him, and then it, when he when he finally convinces, and I'm like, none of this makes any sense. He, there's no way he could have convinced him. He goes, "Thanks, Dad." And I'm like, "Explained." <laughs> <laughs> His dad so, hates him. <laughs> so now John John Larroquette and Kim basically get married, and this is where it was weird because Bruce Willis is like, "Okay, I'm I I'm done with her," but. All of a sudden, he's there, and now he's going to try to stop the wedding. I'm like, 
I didn't oh, see any man, the whole last half. of I it. didn't see any scene of him wanting to get back with Kim Basinger, anyways. Because no, and so she what? made his life a miserable. No, hell. and 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 he said that he's like, well, I'm done with her. Well, that's the weird stuff. There's the point that didn't make where he any gets sense her drunk. Me. She ruins his career. Yeah, because his career was working with pieces of shit. Yeah, and she yeah, yeah, tells yeah, them all that yeah. they're all fucking pieces of garbage. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like. Love it. Yeah, Actually, no, no, that was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, well, and then when they leave, Larroquette tries to kill him yeah, like yeah, six yeah. times. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he then, Bruce Willis's character completely changes to just being his own version of a piece of shit, drunken asshole who's trying to ruin her life. And I'm yeah. like, this is just vengeance assholery. You right. literally got her drunk and told, and you were told not to. Yeah, you were not wrong. When I, I hated him, when okay? I was when I was watching I didn't the movie, hate her, no. which I expected. To. When I was watching the movie, though, like he was just like giving her booze, and then he's getting pissed that she makes that she, he was fucking warned, and yeah. he's getting mad at yeah. her for. I'm like, dude, it is your fucking well, yeah. fault. Yeah, your yeah. fault. I have no sympathy for Don't Bruce worry. Willis. Don't worry, because after the movie changes, he intentionally boozes her again yes! to try to end the wedding. wedding. Yeah, that was terrible. Really it's bad. like, oh my god! He sends her, sends her candy right. because they had to set this up earlier. She will, oh, she just yep. eats candy. I will eat candy. And then the jump and in the a candy pool. is full of bourbon. Yeah. They said, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that was a bottle of wine right there. That wasn't fucking bourbon. Yo. you're shitty at movies. Okay? And then, the, and then, <laughs> and then at the end of the wedding, uh, the, the wedding doesn't happen. They jump in a pool and they kiss, and then they're on a beach, and that's over. That's, that's, that's it. The end, there, because she. Does all this because she legitimately yeah. loves him now after now, the one date. I will say this, um, especially early in the first half. I, Blake Edwards' direction, like, he's a really good filmmaker. There's a scene in the movie, a There's shot. There's a lot of weird oneers in this. One that's what I was going to talk about. Tons the, of them. One takes <laughs> in the movie. And the, the one in particular I was really impressed with was when he's talking to his, like, asshole partner guy who's talking about, like, oh, I banged this one lady. And yes. This. And that was when I realized this has all been one thing. Yeah, the camera follows <laughs> them. They go yeah. into the elevator. It goes down to another floor. Yeah. It goes out. I'm like, oh. It reminded me it's of a... It's a little bit of a flex. Well, it reminded me... I'm fine with that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> it reminded me of an of another film with Bruce Willis in it, directed by Brian De Palma, Bonfire of the Vanities. Oh. There's, a, there's the first minute of that... The first three minutes of that movie is one take. Oh. And the shot was very similar to this, actually. I would say there's a there's like a whole bunch of times in this where it's like one or two minute waters. I, I would say there's at least there's a half a dozen. Them, at least, there's one at of least. them where, where Bruce Willis, you see him drive up in a car, yeah. park his car, get out, talk to his brother for a few minutes, he gets back in the car yeah. and drives away. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think we needed to see the car stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was one big water. No, so I really <laughs> like the direction. It was the second half of the writing that ruined the movie yes. for me. And I just didn't like Bruce Willis's character. Bruce Willis is fine in the movie. Bruce Willis is, is as good as... I actually was like, I think he's legitimately is kind of tired because he's a busy boy at this yeah. point. Because he's on a hit show yeah. plus he's trying to do this. I mean, this is his first movie. He's doing a fine job. It's his character that's written... Not, yeah, not written yeah. well. It's not him. It's not Bruce it, Willis. It he's doesn't fine. make it doesn't make that much sense when he converts no. and he's just running around like a crazy person. No, but I like like John Larkout. There's that running gag of him running into different buildings. He runs into the paint. Place. Oh yeah, yeah, he runs into that was, the, 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 those. Those are pretty funny. <laughs> there's actually a funny thing where he he knows that uh, that she has gone into like. Uh, discotheque which is next door oh. and he's sitting there trying to like look in the ladies room to see if she's yeah, in there yeah, yeah. and the bouncer shows him he goes I wasn't like trying to do anything I'm just trying to see if yeah, she's yeah. in there and then she shows up behind her she's right here never mind <laughs> please don't <laughs> please don't break my arms and legs <laughs> no so uh, I, I, I wish 
It was better. Um, I do wish. Because, there was some funny stuff. Because I think God, there's potential yeah. um, uh, for it. So I'm giving it a two out of four because I legitimately liked a lot of the stuff in the first half. And Blake Edwards just... Oh, I also like, even though when it changed, he kind of did kind of what he did in the movie A Shot in the Dark, the second Pig Panther movie, um, with, where you have all these running around the, the houses, switching to different rooms and people going in and out of the house. Yes. Like, some of that stuff was kind of funny. Well, yeah, some of that... Um, there's going some to the stuff people's bedrooms in, in the second bedroom. movie. Yeah, there's some of that stuff. It totally changes. Where he's like yeah. trying to break in. He's trying to rescue her, but he also has already sent her candy. On oh, the dog named and Rambo. Like, and the dog named Rambo, which is kind of okay, which is not terrible, because that dog shows up and he's like, I got fucking run. He gets in the pool yeah, yeah. and he's hiding his stuff. And I'm like, I wish I could like this, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, no, because I did no. not have any believability that he would give one red shit about her. No, I agree because she fucking literally. Ruined his life, oh. but also it was 100 his fault anyway. Yeah. So I'm like, Ugh, I don't know. I don't one, know. one, one you more thing. Two stars. Two stars. But one more thing I gotta mention. Okay. <laughs> Is this gonna the, be a thing that's gonna reduce my stars? No, maybe make it go up. <laughs> the first thing that you hear, the first joke in the movie, is a radio commercial, and Bruce Willis is getting ready. He's like shaving. I'm, I'm trying to remember. And you this. hear the radio commercial, and it's going like, "You want a car alarm? Try the James Brown." Ha ha. I don't remember. You don't remember that? Oh my god! It's a radio commercial of like James of a James Brown alarm going whoo ow feel good ow and I'm like don't remember for some reason it was just kind of out of character for this movie but I was like what the fuck is going on? I mean all the weird stuff where he drives (laughs) in the buildings feels out of character to me yeah it just is like that's a whole different thing in the movie but they it does happen like literally like five times okay and i'm like okay and he slowly gets paint on him and shit and the car gets more fucked up (laughs) but he's like super rich because he's a fucking like lawyer i did really like his dad is i did really like Huh? i did really like john he's yeah yeah he is all the way to just a fucking piece of shit monster yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but also he's supposed to be a piece of shit monster yeah the thing Bruce is, Willis, the you, thing that uh, yeah. bothers me about movies, obviously, when people are piece of shit monsters, and they're supposed going, to be that guy's awesome. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, fucking burn him to the ground. Did not okay? like. So I'm a two, two stars. Sounds pretty good. Okay, cool. Two, two stars. stars. Man, one and a half. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Burglar. Next movie. This is the one that you're like, we gotta see Burglar. I, I here's the thing. <laughs> you I, seen it? I had seen Burglar before. I've never seen it. I didn't remember a fucking it. thing until that chase. Oh, and then I'm like, oh, the, yeah, okay. At the end. Okay, I've seen this movie. I remember the trailer, but so this was actually written for a man. Um, okay, I, I'm pretty sure it makes. I, mean, I think I mean, it makes sense. It does. It doesn't. I mean, make, they, it, they did it rewrite it. They did rewrite it for Whoopi. Goldberg. Well, they just rewrote it for her. They didn't. They didn't care about the gender. Not really. I mean, she, they got a couple things yeah. in there, but that's about it. But yeah, Bernie. So she is San Francisco, and she's a burglar, and she's really good at it. It starts off with her like disguised as like an old lady, and she like goes into this yes. house, and and uh, she has a fence, and the fence is G. W. Bailey, who's the main like. Cap, police captain of the police academy yeah. movies. Who's Hugh Wilson? Hugh Wilson, who directed the first police academy, directed this. So oh. it's the same director of the first police academy. Oh, okay. So that's why I think he brought G G W. Okay. He also directed Russell's Rhapsody. See, always have to play a cop. Is that, is no, he's he's the he's the, he's the bad guy in Russell's Rhapsody with Tom Berenger. Oh, okay. Did you ever see that? It's a no spoof western. It's a it's all right. But uh, yeah, G W. Bailey's in there, and then you got Bobcat Goldthwait plays. Her partner, he's not, really, he's I guess. not in it that much. But he's, he's in it a little bit. But he is full he, Bobcat when he's in. He it, is, okay? and I am convinced he is only in it because they just let's put Bobcat Goldthwait in Bobcat this. Bobcat and Whoopi are legit friends. 
Yeah, I, I did. Oh, I think so. No, I think like, they are oh, actually. Those people are actually friends. No, okay. they are. He doesn't really do a whole lot. Of, they say no. partner, but he doesn't really help her. He's, he's best friend. Best they friend. They basically just say best friend. Right, right. And so, anyways, she um gets um hired by Leslie Ann Warren, who's the dentist, to rob yes. um her husband or ex husband, ex husband, and or I don't know, separated husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, so she goes in there and she and she um. Um, but he comes home while she's in the middle of the robbery, and she hides. And the dude comes in with a lady, and they do it. And they're yeah. having sex, and she's in there going, great, you know, I'm stuck in here. I mean, she's she's like, I, I, I wish I knew this guy's number. Yeah, yeah she's like, she's the, guy, the woman seems to legit super enjoy it herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. But then a guy comes in and gets and murders, murders um, him. Yep. Murders him. It's, it's one of the first weird things, because she seems to know that, the, that he's about to be murdered, well before I ever imagined yeah. he was going to be murdered. She's got this look in her face of real concern, and I'm like, right. this sounds like every other thing that's happened outside. Right. Well, <laughs> then it seems like maybe Leslie and Warren put it up to it because she's just like, oh, the burglar did it, you know, and it's kind of yes. like saying, so now there's... There's a lot of false oh, absolutely. stuff in this movie. And where then, you're like, oh, and then there's happen. two detectives on the case who legitimately were my two favorite people Oh, they the are by far the best characters yeah. in the movie. Andy, and we have Whoopi fucking Goldberg, who isn't actually that terrible in this, but there's her characters, compared to... No, her character's not good. No, but she's nothing oh, compared to... I like Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg's fine. Yeah, Goldberg's... Go, but uh, so, yeah. the two detectives are played by Anne DeSalvo and John Goodman. Yeah. And John Goodman is this not is a big early, role. Early John so Goodman. So this is the same year as Raising okay. Arizona. And three years after, he was the coach on Revenge of the Nerds. Um... He was, that was three years later than no. I this is this is three years later than that. That was three years earlier. Oh, that was earlier. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that okay. No, but John Goodman, like, he shows charisma like crazy. He is so funny in this. Yeah. Just the, the facial facial expressions. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot to do, but with what little he has, he does a lot with. Well, John Goodman, he's good. He's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. probably one of my favorite actors. Actually, yeah, working he's really actors. Good. He's a great actor. So yeah, there's those characters are great. And then it ends up, you know, you, you find out who the villain is, and G.W. Bailey's kind of, you know, is he a bad guy? Is he helping her out? You don't really know. And yeah. so it ends in, like, a big, there's a big chase. There's that big, uh... Yeah. And it right. wasn't, it was really boring. It's it, really boring. I mean, it like, was kind of funny watching like, everyone fly over she, the hills, but, she, you know... She, like, plays the, awesome yeah. at the end of stuff. So, okay, the strengths of this movie, yeah, for plot-wise, and there aren't a lot. No. <laughs> what happens is, the guy who did it, is oh, actually yeah. the guy who got murdered is bisexual. Yeah, full blown. Yep. They do not ever like rip on him for that. No. They that was find cool. out that, was that he sleeps with both people. She and uh, Bobcat find this out together. Mm-hmm. They do not ever like rip on him. They never badmouth him about that. It's just another thing and in the story. That's kind of sub- like that's actually I really what not what I would expect. From that's pretty. Yeah, exactly. It was pretty surprising from like eighty seven. You think you'd be like, oh, queer and uh, no, the know, guy. Like, now, granted. They do reveal to the murderer that they know he's gay or bi or whatever, yeah. and that he was sleeping with a man, and they're <laughs> essentially just trying to get money out of him. Yeah. They aren't actually going to turn him in for this no. murder. No. Okay? Yeah, that was weird. And I'm like, huh? So What? What's going on? My, so now you're going to blackmail him with some anti-gay? Now, they don't really call him anti-gay. I know, not really. They don't really say that. They literally are just bad people who like to blackmail people. Okay? So I was... Yeah, th- she is a burglar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The burglar stuff in this, the stuff where she's actually being a burglar, oh, yeah. is the best stuff in this movie. Yeah, yeah, when she's, you know, yeah, uh, when doing she was the doing the old stuff. lady stuff. Yeah. Granted, when she has to act like she's a crazy old lady and she tries to, and she escapes through that from the first yeah. thing, 
And I'm like, uh, they don't realize there's a crazy old lady on these very private premises. Please, please, I didn't do it. And I, what? And I also like it too. And you know, she's talking to GW Bailey, and Jay, and she's like, "Oh yes, Mass, I'll get it for you." And, yeah, you know, that was kind of funny. Her doing that's that just because she likes to shit. Him. I also did really like, like. He's a shady. He's not really a crooked guy. I liked him in the movie he's too. Just kind of because he's willing to put people yeah. away for murder. Okay. The one thing at the end, though, at the end, like she like jumps on him at the very end of the movie, like as the movie was about, you know, like. It's panning out like it's just going to do the end credits, and she kind of runs after GW Billy, and she, like, topples on him and gets on top of him. I don't remember that. Yeah, I it must was... have been looking away because <laughs> I did care. It was so weird. I'm like, what is going on? And so I, I liked um, Bobcat Goldthwait. I like his... Oh, uh... that's right. He did backstab yeah. her, and that's where the chase comes in. Yeah. Because they're, like, meeting, and that other cops show up, and she fig- she's like, you fucking piece of so... shit. And she escapes through the bathroom, and then she steals a police, a police, a police motorcycle, and there's the only real action chase yeah. scene which is like it's not i good. think there are versions of this poster that are mostly involve her on that motorcycle yes that's yeah there's two yeah. posters for it i yeah. remember that watching i'm like now oh yeah there's a version of this thing where they advertise this as this chase which is really bad the chase is it's badly just not, filmed it, there's it no just really flow. this movie has really some generic yeah. really bad editing yeah it's really terrible well because Hugh she, Wilson's not an action director, yeah. and it shows. Well, not even just that though. When she figures out, at one point, she like goes to the the dentist. Yeah. And the dentist shows up with her like lawyer, and the lawyer's yeah. actual murder. Yeah. Okay. She figures that out while she's there. Yeah. Through some real contrived bullshit about here's Johnny. Okay? Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're really contrived. And then cut to next day, and I'm like. What the fuck's happening? Is, is it the next day? Because she had them both at gunpoint. Yeah. And there's no explanation what the fuck just happened. And now they're no longer at gunpoint. And she just let them go. Yeah, like, it's just... She just found out who the murderer is. Okay? Even though, like, Whoopi Goldberg and John Goodman and G.W. are talented and they're okay in the film. I mean, they're decent. The movie is just not engaging. It's, it's not engaging. It's, 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 the story it's, is it's just... It's badly written. Yeah. I wasn't sure yeah. how they figured out a lot of stuff. And it okay. wasn't really, and there really wasn't anything really funny in the movie. I there's re- some stuff. Whoopi herself is Whoopi. Oh, she's and fine. And is like when she's talking. When she's allowed like, to, when she's she, funny. When, when she's allowed to Whoopi it up. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of times where Bobcat. It makes no sense to me why he's even doing these Bobcat things. There's they're like she's like in a bar and Bobcat shows up and does a full. Stand-up routine. You both, okay? So Bobcat <laughs> goes away. like, package delivery. Yeah. So and like, that, had, that meant nothing. So what Bob, the fuck is this in the movie for? Bobcat Goldthwait, <laughs> this was right when he was Bobcat Goldthwait. Like, yes. He was doing the Police Academy movies. He was in Police Academy 2, 3, and 4. He could only do that voice. He was, oh yeah, because that was his stand-up shit. That was So when, when they put him shit. in a movie, it was because they wanted him to, kind of like Gilbert Godfrey. If they get Gilbert Godfrey, they're going to have Gilbert Godfrey yes. be Gilbert Godfrey. Like yes. the problem child but, um, but also Gilbert Godfrey, you can just get him as a voice actor, and then he'll oh, just right, do yeah. his voice, but it's in a character, and you're fine with it. You could not do that with Bobcat. If Bobcat showed up and tried to do an animated voice, he did with that. He did, but it would be terrible. It was okay. He did. He was a small character in Hercules. He was a Hercules. He was one of the. He's one of James Woods' underlings. I vaguely remember that. <laughs> but he doesn't go. He doesn't have no, like he's a stand-up full, routine. No, no, no. Movie where you have to sit there for ten minutes. Because like, he was also I fucking in, hate this. He also did one. Um, Hot the Trot, um, which he starred in, and then he was also in. Um, God, what was it? Um, one Crazy Summer with John Cusack. Okay, I mean, yeah, he had a career, and I'm assuming he makes money. Now. But every time, but he's a, he's actually a really good filmmaker. He's changed. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot he he changed to a full filmmaking. He's a great but also, filmmaker. If you watch an interview with him, I'm like, oh, he can talk like a fucking human. Yeah. <laughs> 
So my problem with a lot of the movie was I did not like one. I, his character you could his character didn't need to be in the movie. No, you could have just it taken serves his no character. function. It served at it, the end. He's like screaming Whoopi, whatever her character's name is. Bernie. I feel just like screaming, and I'm like, gotta fucking shut the fuck up. I feel like, like I that so they add they added him in here to just be like, let's just put Bob Goldthwait in here yeah. to get pe- Bobcat fans to like him. And yeah, every time he talks, he's just doing his shtick. He's I mean, doing his routine. I, I, and, and, I, I, and it wasn't. Why, I didn't like it. That's I why like I it. believe that Whoopi and Bobcat are friends. Oh, when, they are. When, I know they're friends. When, I know they're friends. When when, when the he's time. doing his shtick in that weird package delivery thing, I they, I could see Whoopi in the background. She's like, laughing. She's yeah. I think she's legit enjoying what she's watching. No, she was but laughing at a couple of times. I don't think yeah. they need to show this thing to us, okay? Just let Whoopi have fun, but then never show this no, garbage scene to anybody. Yeah, I okay? did not, and I did not like Bobcat Goldthwait in it. So that was kind of the big part for me. So I'm at a one and a half on it because I did like John Goodman. Uh, Whoopi's fine. Yeah, the um, Goodman stuff, and I like there's also Bailey. some weird stuff with Goodman because uh, he has like his female partner, yeah, and she tries to kick the door down, and then for some reason they've never mentioned. Her thing, and then later on, I, was, I should have kicked the door in. And I'm like, I thought that was uh, kind of funny. You didn't like that? I it didn't gonna... make sense. Because Whoopi had done a successful it job. It actually made me like, laugh. That I was never going down. That door was not going down. I don't care if you're fucking goddamn Superman. That door right. wasn't going anywhere. Okay? But, um, so I'm like, uh Where are you Because mostly I was sitting there, please, as long as they never reference anything about her being different. Aaron, I would just want them to be partners. Yeah. Maybe not best friends. They were legit just people who worked together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. but that was the one thing I'm like, oh, that kind of pulled me down a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Well, I'm but, one, one and a half. Where are, you, where are you at? Because, I mean, most of the goodness stuff is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. Some of that Bobcat stuff, and it's legit just as a movie. It yeah. doesn't make sense in a shitty. It doesn't one work. And a half sounds doesn't pretty work. good, yeah. I guess. I'll have to go with one. I really wanted to like it. I but... wanted to. It's Whoopi. I like yeah. Whoopi. And actually, when I started off with that whole burglar thing, I'm like, I might not hate this movie. So oh, I a couple movie. months later, she did a movie called Fatal Beauty, and it was also a pretty big flop and critically panned. I like that movie. Okay, that's it's, it's I, like her version of Beverly Hills Cop. And it's actually pretty good. Here's the thing, and Sam Elliott's in it. I it's think really I have seen this in the '80s and not hated it, but also I probably would have been fine with Bobcat. I might have just literally just been happy watching well, think, Bobcat be Bobcat. Well, I think Bobcat was, was like an idiot teenager. Well, no, and I, well, I think Bobcat at the time like. He was so popular, and people just thought he was funny for being Bobcat. Yeah. He would show up on talk shows and do his shtick, yeah. and so that's what he was and doing I'm here. Guarantee, but, I probably would have liked him fine. But now, when you're watching it, God. when you watch it in 2023 eyes, Ugh. you're just like, years later, I'd be like, fuck this garbage. It it's, doesn't date, long, age very it, well. It does not yeah. age well. No, it does not age well. Yeah, and this was also a pretty huge flop. Yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah. nobody. I, I, yeah, uh, this and uh, what is that? Jumping Jack Flash. Whoopi had a bunch of flops. I, well, no, Jumping Jack Flash was, it was a hit. Was it a hit? Was a, was okay, a, I remember people not liking it. I remember. It's not good. No, it. I remember. I don't think I hated Penny it. Marshall's face. That actually movie. might be the one that she's on a motorcycle on the poster. No, no. she's no, she's ju- she's doing like this on the poster. Oh, okay. No, she's on uh, a motorcycle on the poster. Okay, this. there's a different alternate. There is. The there is. Okay. All right. Something wild. So this one we had a quick. Drive, and then we saw the end of Platoon. That's right. Where everybody dies, and Charlie Sheen's still alive, and he's full of charcoal. <laughs> so after the napalm oh, kills boy, the village, look at this terrible like, poster for this movie. I do not. I like. You know, I kind of like the poster. I don't understand well, I like it, it at all. And I, well, and going back to Outrageous Fortune, that in this poster, I love it that when the posters are painted. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I option. love it. I, think I just it's don't so understand great. what the fuck's happening in this poster. Well, because Je- Jeff Daniels is upside down. 
Yes. And, it, Mel- and Melody yeah. Griffith is licking her lips yes. looking at him. So Something wild. Okay, we already watched Blind Date. Let's just watch Blind Date again, apparently. That's really there, what this movie kind of is. It's so funny. It's a there's there's it's a just, lot of similarities. It's a very, very, to, lot of similarities. And I was thinking that we were watching. But that doesn't we're, mean what much. We're watching. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- I will say this. So, um, so this is Jonathan Demme. Again, when we watched a Jonathan Demme, watch, oh, we did Crazy Mama, whatever, on the, on the first episode. That was his second movie. He was working for Roger Corman. He is now not working for Roger Corman anymore. This is an Orion Pictures. I figured that out from watching this movie and not want not wanting to kill myself. Yeah. Okay. So he, but so, and this was kind of his first movie to. Well, he Melvin and Howard I, in 1980 was critically acclaimed. This movie was another one that kind of brought people to that. This actually is a has a pretty big cult following. Yes, I, um, I after watching yeah. after we saw it, I looked up some reviews and I'm like, I don't agree with most of these reviews. So okay. it's actually yeah, if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, it's like 89, 91 percent. It's like over ninety. It, it, yeah, it's, it's really big. It, and I'm like, and I think I, I got two I thumbs did, up. There are things about this movie that I don't yeah. completely hate, but oh. also I'm like, boy, I really expected to like this movie a lot more. <laughs> wow, good. I'm actually on the same page with you. So, uh, for, yeah, something wild. It's so Jonathan Demme, who, uh, like I mentioned before in the first episode, he went on to direct Silence of the Lambs. Right after this, he did uh, Married to the Mob with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yes. Um, okay. So, but then, then right after that, this so is, in two movies, he did Silence of the Lambs, which one yeah, best? And that turned him into you can do whatever you fucking want. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at this point, he was just doing jobs. Yeah. Is what well, I, I think. Well, I think at this point, he this one because he helped produce this too. I think this was something he legitimately wanted to do. I, I think, and I think he was a. I can see why he was attracted to it because it kind of takes the American screwball comedy and kind of turns it on its ear. I think that's what it was I, doing. It seems to be trying to do that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what he was. I can see why yeah. he was attracted to the project. I absolutely yeah, yeah. see it. So Charlie, played I think by, there's a, ver- a a version of this movie to be made that I like a lot. Me too. Me too. I, this is not it. And it would be having uh, 15 minutes of stuff before the movie starts, in my opinion. Okay, so, okay. So I'll okay. tell you why. So Charlie, uh, Jeff Daniels plays Charlie, and he's at a diner, and there's a, a Melody Griffith, who's Lulu, who's wearing obvious wig, and she's yes, looks that over at... That awful. She looks at yeah. Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Because I was not clear. They were like they would cut to one of them looking, and I'm like, are they looking at each other? Well, I'm she, not really clear. About well, she what didn't. The fuck no, no, I don't there. think Jeff Daniels mm-hmm. noticed her at all. Jeff, she was looking at oh. Jeff Daniels, and Jeff Daniels. Well, obviously she was because she yeah. saw a thing. So she, so what he does is he's eating and he's wearing a suit, business suit. He's a businessman, and he looks like that he's got money, but he leaves without paying his check, and she noticed it, and she's like, hey, you. Didn't leave your check, and he's and he mistakes her for a waitress, going like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Here you go." He's stupid. And so and he gives the money. She's dressed like a waitress, and then she's she goes like an insane person. Okay? And then so then she goes, "Oh no, I wasn't me. Why don't you hop in the car? Let's go." And she yeah. pretty much kidnaps him. She pretty much the only reason she does it is because she she calls him out for the you're a rebel paying, yeah. and obviously she goes. Every once in a while, you like to do a bad thing, don't you? You well, like to do a bad. Come with thing. me; we'll do more bad things. Yeah, we're, and, and so oh, bad things are, is right. So they take off and they go across. They go to New Jersey. They get a hotel and they do it. They have sex. Uh, no, they body bump. God <laughs> they, damn you! Sorry, Austin. they body bump. <laughs> like he gets the she gets the handcuffs up and she's like, "Oh, here we go." And we find out that he's married. So then she. Shit! I don't think I called it body bumping in burglar. Uh, body bump burglar. <laughs> so, oh yeah, when they body bumped. What happens is, so she finds out they're married, and he's like calling his wife. But then he, 
he's like not actually calling his wife because you can hear the dial tone. He's like calling his wife saying where he's at. Yes. That was like, Oh, cause I took me a second and I'm like, I can hear the dial tone. This is fucking fake. Yeah. At that point I'm like intrigued. I'm like, yeah. why is he fucking lying? Yeah. Okay. Does he not want it? I don't know. I, but I, I still thought he was married at this point. I, yeah, I didn't know. No, I, I was I, like, cause later on, like, like two scenes later, he's calling and he does call his kid. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, okay. Is he or is he? I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. Well, that happens then. Melanie. So Melanie Griffith just keeps do- doing crazy things. She goes in the liquor store and like practically robs the liquor store. And she goes. She's not practically. She yeah. legit she robs, robs the liquor, liquor store. store. What are you talking she about? She goes there. And so she just does all these crazy things. And he's like, what are you doing? Ah. And it's so funny because. It's weird because sometimes he goes like manic and then he just like next scene he's fine with it. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, so what? He's. I think he's intrigued by just how wild and crazy she is that she does all these impulsive things. But at the same time. He's still kind of uptight, and I think he's like, like if you took that shitty wig off, you'd be attractive. <laughs> and she does. And yeah, she does. Blue. And she's like, oh yeah, she becomes much better looking. Yeah, also the short also, blonde, spiky uh, blonde hair. Biggest surprise in this movie: uh, Melly Griffith's tits are in this movie. Oh yeah, I'm like, For I sure because she later on she becomes such a rom com thing, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. oh, I thought she was like the so, super innocent lady. You see her? Well, so I've seen her in another movie called. Um, Brian De Palma film two years before this called Body Double, and she plays a porn star, so you get to see her naked in that movie too. Oh, okay. Well, that, yeah, I mean, it doesn't not make sense. It yeah, makes perfect yeah. sense in the movie. I we even see everything. Expect. You see Jeff I, Daniels' ass in this movie too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying it, it made sense. I was just like, oh, because oh. I had this predisposition to Melanie Griffith. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I did this not is pre boob job because she actually did get a boob job in 19. Oh, okay. So. I didn't hate him. <laughs> <laughs> so. Then she they, they they go to her mom's house and then all of a sudden oh you're coming to my reunion with me yeah and so well her mom knows this bullshit yeah yeah her yeah. mom figures it out real in quick. one weird scene where she's like <laughs> how long have you actually known her I've known her for a little bit <laughs> like, like a day. <laughs> so they're at the reunion he finds out her real name because she was like Lulu or something it's um right down there Audrey Hankel yeah but but the name she had been going with Lulu yeah so what so they're at the reunion and this is kind of when the movie switches gears a little bit because Ray Liotta shows up Ray Liotta is great in this he's really good in the movie yeah I'm a big Ray Liotta fan and he steals the movie he steals the movie every every scene he's in because here's the thing we watched Blind Date yes and we were talking about how Lara Kett's kind of fun and stuff uh, Ray Liotta he's is the flip side of that character but he's fucking terrifying he's the flip side of that he character he is legit yeah. terrifying so he is stalking <laughs> her he just gets out of prison trying to get after Melanie Griffin and he's like who's this fucking Charlie guy I want to fucking kill him but he pretends to be all nice to him brings him to a hotel and legitimately pulls out a gun and is just like I, I fucking want her back you know Yeah. and she's just I think she's scared for Jeff Daniels, of course, and just like, you know what? Get out of here, Charlie. This is one I don't of want the weird here. things that has a similarity of Blind Date. Right. She basically sacrifices herself yeah. to save Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. But so, then the best, one of the best scenes in the movie is when, when Jeff Daniels goes, you know what? I'm going to fight for her. Oh, in the, the diner. In the diner. The show, diner is the best When scene he in the shows movie. up and the he, diner is the he best sits scene down and he said, okay. I'm on. I want Lulu, and he's like, Haha, "You got some balls," and he's like, "Nope." See them over there. Hey guys, and there's cops sitting over yeah, there, and he's cops. just like, "I don't think that you're supposed to be doing this, and you just robbed this, and you." And I'm pretty sure that car outside is stolen. It's stolen and too, and and I'm sure your professor wouldn't like that you're in Pennsylvania, and he's and just if like, you "Did anything to me? They will find all of your hidden weapons on yep. you. You are going back to prison. Yep. If you even and fucking it, think about touching me." And he said, "He's like, fuck you," and he's like. I'm out of here. And then he leaves. And then they stick him with the bill. Yes. <laughs> which because is, that's which is, so, great too, which yeah. is a 
callback to when yeah. she stuck yeah, Jeff yeah, Daniels yeah. in yep. the bill. Which um, is one of the things I have a problem with this movie. Because he falls in love. And yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of this, they're in love. And I'm like, uh, did you forget that she's fucking terrible? And then, she's not as terrible as Ray Liotta, but no. she's pretty fucking but, shitty. But okay? then... But then there's like, and then after that happens, then Melanie Griffith's all mad because she, you find out that Jeff Daniels isn't married, and she's mad that he's not married, that she yes. lied. She's like, "What? You're not married?" Because she legitimately only wanted to be with a married guy. Yeah. Because she's not good. Okay? No, she's not. A Stop. Good person. I mean, I understand. Makes perfect sense. Rescue her. She gave her thing up. Yeah. It makes sense. But don't then try to, like, I really want to be with that crazy woman who's almost certainly going to stab me in my sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then um, but Ray Liotta tracks him down, and then there's a pretty good confrontation, like, that at the end. Yes. With, you know, and... Uh, it's, it's mostly really good. Yeah, yeah. The stabbing is kind of <laughs> whatever. It's kind of shitty. Okay? Right, right, right. It's really shitty. So, it, and, yeah. So so this movie, so it's... it's I, I kind of get the appeal of why it's highly regarded. I think Melanie Griffith... I mean, the actor's... Are good in the movie. I disagree. Oh, you didn't like Melanie? I Melody didn't Griffiths like Melanie. I thought she was really wooden. Okay, the I did like time. her in it. I did and like her. I'm like Jeff Daniels. I've seen him and stuff. He's I fine. know Jeff Daniels be good, and I'm like, I don't know. He just turns on a dime too many times. Yeah, he's like mad, and then literally the next scene, he's in- enjoying himself again, and I'm like, uh, I think that's no. direction and, and yeah, writing, no, I understand, you know? I understand. That's, I think it's direction, but also I'm like, there's a there's there are actors who could do that though, but there yeah, are actors yeah. who could sell you on that. Oh, did you notice John Waters in the movie? John Waters is the car salesman. He shows up and I'm like, there's fucking John Waters. Oh, God, I like that John was Waters. John so. Waters, yeah. So John Sales was the motorcycle cop. I don't remember him, but John Sales wrote Wild Thing. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh <laughs> my god! Well, I guess here here's the thing I was wondering: Did they have to change the name of this movie from Wild Thing? Because oh boy, right. they, they doubled down on Wild Thing. Wild Thing is in this movie significantly more than the movie Wild you, Thing. I agree. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> my so really, is fantastic in the movie. He's the yes. best part. He's he's he is, he is the best. Here thing is why I am. I'm not as crazy about it as everyone else is. So one, Jonathan Demi, I think the direction's fine. There's nothing spectacular. There's nothing. I was like watching and I'm like, it's not poorly made. I'm expecting good. It is not poorly made. made. Mostly we had just watched Burglar, which had some really bad editing. No, but this is not poorly made. Nothing like that happens. No, no, no. This is not poorly made. There are time jumps and they feel natural. It is competently made. And I I got to do a shout out to um, when I went to film school, my uh, teacher, Bruce, he wrote a, a film book. And he used the dining room scene as far um for an example of blocking and how you block shots and stuff. So that was kind of okay. neat. So well, the dining room scene is really good. Yeah. So that's actually in his book. They show like okay. the dining room scene and how it's set I, up. I, and... I agree with the dining room scene. How was the There's rest? a scene right before the dining room scene that confused the shit out of me, and it was all just set up to be this oh. way for him to get out of the dining room. Oh, what, you mean uh, when he Where when he, when he hits on that one? He hits on that girl. Yeah, he yeah, like yeah. knocks on the door. Yeah, well, yeah. let me in because they're gonna close. And then it literally is just because he wants to flirt with this underage yeah, girl. Yeah. And then he uses the underage girl to get out of the to get the, to yeah. get money. They yeah, don't yeah, really yeah. even make that clear though. No. But I assume what they he gets money from her. Yeah. And he's like making out with her a little bit. So and I'm like I understand <laughs> that that maybe, but also <laughs> when it happened when it was happening I'm like. Why the fuck is this in the movie? The previous stuff where yeah. he was like being a horrible monster and Melody Griffith's character yeah. made sense. And then for some reason, he throws her in the pool and she just goes for a swim and he goes to work with her. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened yeah. in this movie? This makes no fucking sense. What, my, my major problem with the film was I had a really hard time getting into it. And this is why I didn't know anything about the two main characters 
and within two minutes, they're fucking driving off together. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I mean, okay. What I is going on? You said you wanted 15 minutes for Ant. At least five I or think, ten minutes. I think there's a way to do it without those 15 yeah. minutes. Because I, I, wanted, I actually liked the mystery. They did not establish it made, the characters It, it eventually at all. makes sense why he's willing to do stuff with her. Because he isn't married. At one point, I'm like, he's fucking ruining his marriage for nothing. Oh, his marriage is already ruined. Never mind. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's... That was, and, a, that was a good twist, actually. And he gets yeah. out of... He gets, sort of measles his way out of work. And I assume this is the weekend, because the next yeah. day is a fucking... Yeah. Is a high school reunion. Yep. So I'm like, okay, this is the weekend. Doesn't that... No, granted... I did actually, I was amused that he gets to the high school reunion and he knows one of the guys there. And the guy, this is how Ray Liotta finds out he's divorced. Oh, right. Because the guy mentions that his wife had left him like, yep. a, like yep. a year like a year earlier. Yep, yep. And so he's like, oh, he's got fucking hottie right now, so he's doing just fine. <laughs> okay? And at that point, Jeff Daniels is like upset. It's like, oh my God, he saw me. And he goes... That guy thinks you're a fucking hero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he's like, he does. You're not wrong. That guy thinks because yeah. he was there Absolutely. with his actual fucking wife. Yeah. And his wife got real pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and because he was like, oh god, look at him. He's banging that fucking. So at, when the stuff is happening, it was just it just happened way too quick for me. It was just like she she's just like, come in here, we're coming this, we're doing this, we're doing that. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I'm like, slow down. It takes, I want. It does. So, it does go too fast. Really. I just, I think I think you're not wrong. A little longer. I don't think it has to be before the beginning. Okay. I think it just has to be the beginning of their relationship has to have more setup. It just nothing was just established for the characters that I just. I mean, granted, probably the only one you really need to establish more was Jeff Daniels because then Melly Griffith was more of a mystery. Yes, but, but, but it they just, were kind of both a mystery. Yeah, well, I think it ended they, up being that yeah, way. Yeah, I yes. think they could yeah. have done that and, better. And maybe if I watch it again, it wouldn't bother me as much. I don't yeah. know. I, I would give this movie a second chance because I feel like I have to because people love, love this movie. People really seem to love it. And I looked up the reviews I, and they were talking about how he they he out, out Hitchcock's Hitchcock. And I'm like, you should fucking watch Hitchcock again. Okay? <laughs> I, what the fuck's wrong with you? But yeah, but I've, I, I know I have a lot of friends that like it. I know Quentin Tarantino's a big champion of this film. It's right. just people love this movie. And I, I think they like it was the Ray just, Liotta. That stuff. stuff's awesome, yeah. The stabbing, though, is so... He, Ray Liotta pulls out a knife. He's about to kill yeah, yeah. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. And then uh, she, like, hits Ray Liotta yeah. in the hand. Jeff, Jeff Daniels, Daniels picks, picks the up the knife. And then Ray Liotta, Liotta like, runs into it. Runs into it. And he's yeah. like, Ray, no! And I'm like, you picked up the knife. You're about to fucking stab him to death, okay? <laughs> Just be happy that the fucking guy who was about to murder you isn't going to murder you anymore. So, okay? Yeah, I, I was... Uh, it's, it's like they try to make him, oh, he's not a bad person. And I'm no. like, doesn't that be a bad person to stab that guy who's about to kill him? Okay? So I was, yeah, I was really, I was really underwhelmed with the Yes, film. I was. Um, I was like... Besides Ray Liotta, I thought the rest of the movie the thing, was I just... I knew nothing uh, about this movie. Oh, okay. You, you had picked it. Yeah, I knew, I knew what it was. I didn't know anything. I started watching it. I'm like, oh, Jonathan Demme. Okay, this movie might be fine. I knew yeah. it was before Silence of the yeah, Lambs, yeah, yeah. but I'm like, this movie's going to be pretty good. And then it's like halfway through, even though there's like some cool stuff, I'm like, I wish this movie was just better. And then it, it kind of does when Ray Liotta really, shows up. and then Yeah, it gets better there, but you're right. Everything before Ray Liotta is just... I didn't like it actually, the movie. It actually seems like it's kind of badly made. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like, didn't like the, going the first on? half why is, of the movie. Why do I not like this movie? Right. And it was, it was kind of a little <laughs> too little too late. I was, I know, then I was kind of wondering... It's because I watched Blind Date, and this is just kind of a slightly better, but not as it's much so better funny. version of Blind Date. It's, as it's I funny want it to be. because you know this is considered a comedy, it's a black no, comedy. There's like no jokes in this fucking no, movie. No, I don't think anything was funny in it. Yeah, I saw that when I looked at reviews. Oh, it's like a. It even says right here, screwball comedy, and I'm like, it's not funny. Uh, 
where what fucking comedy? I laughed more. Is the comedy the stuff that I was either annoyed with or never not laughed saying, at? Not saying or it, terrified me. Not saying that it's a better. Not saying that it's a better movie. But I laughed more in Blind Date than I. Oh, did I in this laughed movie. a lot more in Blind Date. But than Blind I did Date in this movie is actively trying to be a actual legit comedy right. that has a shitty plot. This is a shitty plot. But it doesn't have any comedy. I almost feel like that you can take the two movies and make a good movie out of it. I honestly believe. <laughs> blind date and something wild. Yeah, I, put them together. The, the blind date, if you remove the part where he basically gets her drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was just he needed a date and he just happened to run into this fucking crazy, crazy lady. Cra- that would be crazy good. Crazy lady yeah, with a wig yeah. on. And then his life gets all fucking turned I around. That would be a hundred times better movie. I think that would be good. And then have Ray Liotta. And then she and finds then, out. And then have oh, Ray Liotta in there. Ray Liotta shows up. Yeah. Or, or yeah, the Lara Kent ca- character is Ray Liotta. Yeah, and yeah. you're legitimately, even though, and all the times yeah. Ray or Lara Kent, like, attacks him, yeah. you're never afraid for him. No, you're laughing. In, in you're this, laughing at it. when Ray Liotta is even in the fucking same oh, He's a people, wild like, dog oh, in this God. movie. I'm like. There's a there's a non zero percent chance that Ray Liotta's gonna win in this he's, movie. Okay, he's he's terrifying in the movie. <laughs> he is real you scary. don't know what he's gonna do. He's really unpredictable. And I think he was nominated Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, he's the only thing worth nominating in this. Yeah, movie. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and so I feel so I'm I'm at a two, a two stars. I, I can't go what, below a two because I'm there's sorry, good what, stuff in what, it. I gave Blind Date one and a half, I think. One and a half or a two. I gave it a two. I'm going to give Blind Date a one and a half or I'll give this a two. Okay. It's better than Blind Date, <laughs> but it still isn't any good. Okay? It is baffling how well, much people I might like this movie. I wish I like, just... I don't understand liking this movie. I, I don't... Like, I legitimately I don't gave think Wild bad. Thing a three and a half, and it is by far <laughs> the most entertained I was so, in all these yeah, movies. Uh, so, out of the six <laughs> movies that we all watched together, Wild Thing is my favorite one, even though I gave it a two and a half. <laughs> this is the first... This is the first episode where I did not get give anything over a three. A three. This is the first. Oh episode. yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, the very first one, everything was shitty except for Murder by Death. Murder I, no, by Death is legitimately like, a great. Movie. I gave three stars to Eat My yeah, Dust as yeah. well. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah right. I like Eat My Dust, but no, this one I didn't give any threes no. or higher in this movie. I gave you gave three and a half. For I gave thing. three and a half, but it's only it's kind of almost an irony one. But no, I legit will happily watch that movie. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it other times. Out of all these movies, I would watch Wild Thing again. Wild Thing is yep. the one I want to show people. Yeah, I don't want to show any of these movies to anybody else. No, I'm. And if you and if you were to, Starship's if, the worst. If you though. wanted to fucking make me kill myself, threaten to either I Timmy either have to kill yourself or watch Starship again. I'm like, well, it's been nice knowing you. Starship's real fucking shitty. It's really so unwatchable. I, we both agree that the best picture is gonna go to Wild Thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, best picture. No, it? it's not going to have the best performance. No, but I'm Every saying... performance is fucking terrible. So best... What's best performance? Best performance? I might give it to Bette Midler, actually. I like Bette I would Midler give it. I would give it to Shelley Long, because I really like okay, Shelley well, Long. Okay, well, that's fine. That's but fine. But supporting actor is Ray Liotta. It's like... Yes, oh, yes. No oh, yes. question. Uh, crushing. Crush, crush, crush. Yeah. Uh, in, actor in a male lead? Uh, nobody. <laughs> I, can't, I can't come up with anybody. Um, yeah. That I would like. No. Oh, wait, no. Goodman. He's not a lead, though. He's supporting. No, you know what? I'm going to give it to Robert Nepper for Wild Thing. Fuck it. I'm giving it to fucking Robert Nepper. Best actor. He's a, out of all Actually, these movies, he's the best leading he actor. Does, you know film. something? Body bump. Come on, body bump. I agree. I agree. <laughs> he he did the best with the shit he was given. Body bump. Okay? <laughs> and he was given. He was fully committed real, to that. He yeah. went all the way. Yeah. He was yeah. legit urban Tarzan. No, he's great. He fucking swings on <laughs> ropes and everything. God damn, Wild Thing, I love you. <laughs> you move me. You move me, Wild Thing. You move me. I want to body bump the shit out of you, Wild Thing. So that's um, that's the episode, 1987. That, yeah, there we go, 87. I was, 
And it was kind of a bummer because so a lot of people, you know, when they do like a lot of podcasts, when they're like, well, we're going to like, there's that one podcast that, um, that's called how did this movie get made? They, they watch shitty movies on purpose. The purpose, at least for me, I'm trying to find gems. So yes. when I don't like something on an episode, yes. it's a bummer for me. But it, I, it's here's a bummer. the thing. I think we found a gem. <laughs> With Wild, Wild Thing. Thing is a fucking gem. You like it's more than a perfect like shitty night. movie. It's so watchably shitty. I love, <laughs> I love it so fucking much. I love it. Oh, my God. Well, I'm, 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 I'm glad so you got something So entertained by that piece of garbage. I loved it. All right. So we have one more episode this season. I, like I said, at this point, we don't know what the what the seasons are going to look like or whatever. Yes. But we're trying to do – I'm doing 12 for this first one, kind of like a trial run. Also, before I mention, too, at this point, you know, the, the episodes have been airing. I want to talk about um, our theme song. So our theme song is – um, me, um, my nephew, Keaton, who's 16, um, and then myself, we both collaborated and we wrote the, the theme together. So he came up with the theme itself and then I came up with like all the layers and shit. So that was fun. To, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I, I, I like have the, listened to it. Yes. And it, it, you, I, I, 16 years old. He's fucking good. Yeah. He's good. He's it's crazy. He's, he's been good. very musical his whole life. So no, he's good. Well, he should be here. Listen to our fucking episode, but too <laughs> fucking bad, buddy. Yeah. What's well, the, it's a school night. That's I know. why he's, he's a fucking child. <laughs> he's a junior in high school. <laughs> He'll yeah. listen to it when it comes out. That's right. Okay. So next, but next week for our final episode of the season, we are going back in time to May 25th. Yes. None of this bullshit <laughs> cheating asshole. Yes. I'm going to weasel my way to the 27th. No, 25th okay. asshole. May, May 25th, 1977, the day on a Wednesday, Star Wars comes out. Guess what? We're not going to fucking see no, Star Wars. We want to see the shit that Star Wars crushed. <laughs> Star Wars crushed under its fucking heel. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's funny, too, because I think at the time, I think it's only at one or two theaters, because it, it, it expanded later oh, yes. because the studio but didn't have anything shit, on it. Yeah, all yeah. this shit gets fucking annihilated. So anyways... Actually, it's kind of the stuff that comes out like two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually gets annihilated. So we're, so we're okay. gonna So we're going to review the day the Star Wars came out. We're going to watch movies. Everything but Star Wars. Everything but Star Wars. So... I told a friend of mine what the last one was. He goes, why don't you just watch Star Wars? And I'm like... I could just talk about Star Wars. I've seen Star Wars nine so many times. times. We could do a whole episode. I don't need of Star Wars. to watch Star Wars. Talk about Star Wars. What are you talking about? And I saw it. You, you saw it back in the theater when it came. I out. I saw it in '77. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here's the Star Wars story. Yeah, yeah. Just say it right now, I guess. Yeah. Here's the Star Wars story. I have to tell everybody. Yeah. 1977. I was born in '68. Yep. 1977. I was eight. I turned nine that yep, year. Yep. Yep. I have a brother who was who's one. I have one brother one year younger than me. One one brother two years younger. Okay. Small town Wisconsin. It might have probably not come to a small town until later in the summer. Mm -hmm. Okay. It was only in town for a week. I saw it seven fucking times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't see it on its initial run because I was one. But I did and see weirdly, it. Maybe this stuff should be held for next episode. Oh, that's fine. But whatever. That's we'll, fine. We'll say it all again. <laughs> <laughs> we will. No, I, I, I actually have other Star Wars stories. Oh, yeah. Well, good. Let's do them all. All right. So, yeah. Next week will be that. And um, that's good. Well, thanks for listening. And until next time. I'm your host, Austin Kennedy. I'm Tim Kaiser. All right, and we'll see you next time. Okay. It was kind of okay. You kind of said it okay. <laughs> Get acting lessons. Yay! Goodbye! <laughs> that was very Jonathan Demme of you. Oh. Bye-bye. <laughs>